This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. It's Friday, June 4th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Officials in Wilmington say a 31-year-old man who allegedly shot three police officers during a domestic dispute barricaded himself inside an apartment for several hours before turning the gun on himself. Officers from the Wilmington Police Department were called to the 2400 block of North Market Street at 940 Wednesday night for a report of a domestic dispute in progress. When police approached the apartment... Officials say Bernard Goodwin shot three officers. The officers were taken to a nearby hospital with non-life-threatening injuries, according to police. One of the officers has since been released from the hospital. A large contingent of law enforcement agencies swarmed the apartment building for about 12 hours to try to convince Goodwin to surrender. A large spotlight was focused on the third-floor apartment near the backside of the building overnight. Residents located between 23rd and 27th Street from West Street to Carter Street were asked to shelter in place for nearly 10 hours while police secured the area. Officers eventually entered the apartment and found Goodwin dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. According to uh, an update from the Wilmington Police Department, SWAT officers on Thursday morning used a ladder truck from the Wilmington Fire Department to enter the apartment and remove three people, including a small child. So my brother's a police officer in in California, and he says, you know, uh, again, the two things, traffic stops and responding to a domestic dispute. Going up on that because you have, you have no bare idea. bones information. Yeah. You don't know what you're coming up on. Yeah. And, uh, and these guys encountered it. In a Thursday morning statement, Delaware Senator Chris Coons, who co-chairs the Senate Law Enforcement Caucus, said he is praying for the injured officers and is grateful for their service. With just a week left of school, masks will now be optional for students and staff in the Council Rock School District in Bucks County. The new guidance was approved by the school board Thursday night and goes into effect today. Masks will also be optional while riding the bus and for school activities. Per board approval on June 3rd, face masks will be optional for students and staff in school beginning on Friday, June June 4th at 6 a.m. That includes bus riding and school activities. A message reads on the district's website. Neighboring school district Central Bucks also approved optional mask wearing for the final week of school. I think it's mandatory now when you get on the school bus, you have to say peanut butter, right? When you uh, <laughs> Only when you're going, going over, over train railroad tracks, tracks okay, and thank you have you. to find a screw and put your that, finger on the screw. Yeah, you don't want to mess that up. No, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. Hey, uh, Kath, I'm sorry. Did you say this was for vaccinated people no. or nope. just anybody? Anybody. anybody. Okay. Yeah. 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 odd that they're doing it. Before the, the end of the school, of school year, yeah. I know. I can, and and I saw video of the you know the the school meeting, the, the, and and there were people that were all fired up and all. So I'm like, dude, there's a week left of school here. Yeah, yeah. If, if you followed the pandemic in Bucks County, you'd understand. There's too much to go into right now, but really? uh, yeah, this it doesn't it doesn't surprise me at all. Mm, okay. Uh, throughout the pandemic, Doctor David Damsker, director of the Bucks County Health Department, often spoke out about his differing opinions than the CDC and state guidelines. Meanwhile, students at the school district of Philadelphia will still need to wear a mask in the fall. Villanova University, this is totally on the other side, announced that students, faculty, and staff will be required to get the COVID-19 vaccine by August 1st to return to campus for the fall semester. As we look ahead to the fall semester, there is a new, more effective tool at our disposal. With the arrival of vaccines, health officials are lifting restrictions across the country as more people become vaccinated and some normalcy has been restored. At Villanova, I would also like to see a return to a more typical on-campus experience, so I have made the decision to require that all students, faculty, and staff be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 by August 1st, 2021. Villanova uh, University President Peter Donahue said in a letter, I hope uh, that I hope 
the hope is that by requiring the vaccine, uh, most mitigation measures will be lifted at the university. Requiring the vaccine allows for in-person instruction, a full slate of extracurricular and service-related activities, residents and dining halls at full capacity, and many more of the typical Villanova experiences, Donahue said. The results of a vaccine survey taken at the end of the last semester indicated that the majority of the Villanova community is already vaccinated. Rutgers University in late March became the first school in the country to require the COVID-19 vaccine for students returning to campus for the fall. Other colleges have followed uh, followed suit, including Fairleigh Dickinson University, Montclair State, Princeton, Stockton, Ryder, Drexel University, the University of Penn, and Lehigh University. In sports this morning... The Phillies were off last night and returned home tonight as they open up a weekend series against the Washington Nationals. Two of the best pitchers in the National League will be on the mound as Max Scherzer will get the start for the Nats and Zach Wheeler pitches for the Phillies. Game time is at 7.05. There were two games in the NBA last night. The Denver Nuggets beat the Trailblazers in Portland winning 126-115 and closing out that series in six. In the Western Conference Series, the Phoenix Suns beat the LA Lakers 113-100, also winning their series in six and sending home the defending NBA champs. And the Sixers will begin the second round with a game at home against the Atlanta Hawks on Sunday afternoon. The health of Joel Embiid's right knee, which has a small lateral meniscus tear, is still uncertain. Embiid status is officially day-to-day and it is unknown if he'll play in game one tip off in south philly on sunday is set for one o'clock and that's what i have for you this morning all right thank you kathy we're going to go for a friday morning giving away a word of the week prize today 350 dollars gift card from our buddy bob dodge and his red sparrow tattoos and also runic tattoos so we'll be keeping track of the letters there's only two that you have so far We'll give you the third one at the end of the show and give that away today. All right, so Bob Dodge, uh, on his Instagram yesterday, he he uploaded a, a video and two photos of his latest tattoo. It's amazing. What Photo, is it? Photorealistic uh, okay. stuff? Or? Very photorealistic. It, all right, so what's the uh, the Hindu elephant's name? Uh, Vishnu or Shiva? Uh, it's like, Gan- Gan- not Ganesh, but... I don't know. One, like one, of the, yeah. one of the gods. I, I don't know them all. Here, uh, yeah. It's called... It's Ganesh, yeah. Ganesh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. We're looking That's at the amazing. video of this. That's, that guy's an unbelievable artist. I mean, man. how do you I don't know. achieve that? And by the way, so this is a, obviously, it's a, uh, it's a rendering of a, sort of a, it's not a photo because I don't think a photo exists of this thing, but... Um, still, it's it's amazing, but you've seen him do portraits that look like someone has a photograph on their yeah, arm. Yeah, and how you do that on skin, on yes. curved, uh-huh. uh, I a, mean, a curved uh, um, um, canvas, so to speak. That's, I li- it's amazing. Wow. I liken it to drawing on an inch of sketch. Wow. Because how do you, you screw up and yeah. you screw up. Yeah, and every little detail, down to the elephant's fingers, you know, to Ganesh's fingers, are, are just it's immaculate. Wow. All right, so uh, we'll give that away, and you'll get yourself a hell of a tattoo from our friend Bob Dodge, or at least from his shop. Um, we also have, as far as guests go, our friend Kate Flannery hey, hey. on the program. Kate is always awesome to talk to. We have the Flannery switch ready to go. <laughs> it's been warmed up and used uh, this week probably. So she is on to tell the truth. And the season uh, premiere is coming up on Sunday on ABC. So we'll talk to Kate around 6 a.m. And ladies and gentlemen. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. 6 a.m. her time. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> today is National Donut Day. Hey, hey. How many? 
National Donut Days are there? There are 365 okay. National <laughs> Donut Days. So our friends from Duncan have supplied us with some giveaways. Well, you have a chance to win Excellent. some goodies from Duncan this morning. So we'll uh, bring you in nice and close to all those yummy donuts hey, this do morning. Hey, do we officially tell Matt Cowper all over the air that we want the Dunkachino powder replaced in the machine? <laughs> yeah, we yeah. do. We do. Please do air. that. And uh, I can... also fill out the proper meet and eat forms correctly from now on. <laughs> Is that to Matt or to everybody? That's to Matt. Oh. Yes, to Matt. Yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't do it. Uh, so and and fill the Dunkachino machine. Come on <laughs> and rotate my tires. We'll do a couple other things as well. No, or even if he brings the powder in, I can put it in the in the hopper and then I can reset it. I'm that good. And bring your hair product in in case like anybody else needs it. That's only on Wednesday. Oh. Yeah. Only on Wednesday because uh, he does gym in the morning and you can right. smell it when you go into the bathroom. It's beautiful. It's, it's smell just good. beautiful. It smells thick. Yeah, yeah. thick. Um, the scent of masculinity. So, uh, we need to award a coolest teacher. Ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah, yesterday we went with Upper Moreland in Willow Grove, and we had the students text in and let us know who they thought the coolest teacher of the year was, and we have a name to pass along to you. So, yeah. without further ado, we would like to congratulate Mr. John Martin. an English teacher. Marissa did a little research on him, and um, he has got to be one of our more studly-looking teachers, yeah. I think, that I've yeah. seen. Uh, he's wow. Got, yeah, yeah, he's got long hair. He looks like Slash. Very rock and roll. He's got, uh, he's tatted up, and uh, he looks like a like a cool dude. Hey, who wants to learn some English? Yeah. <laughs> I'll teach you. Uh, his hobbies are traveling, reading, writing, going to concerts, watching the birds, playing guitar, and destroying former students in oh, Call of Duty. I really want him to call in. <laughs> yes. Of all the teachers that have won so far, I want this guy to call in the most. Yes, so uh, he's he's got a, there's a picture of him. Well, he actually looks kind of Dave yeah. Grohlish with a, where he's wearing a book nerd shirt, but he, <laughs> but it looks like... Like a, a rock band photo, uh, like from yeah. a, from a, a, a band uses their, as their yeah. headshot. You're right. I uh, bet you he's in a band. <clears throat> so he went to Community College Philadelphia, went to Chestnut Hill College and Arcadia and so on. So we'll find out more about him later on. Uh, tell him, let him know. I heard the go. big gulp. Uh, so let him know that he did win, and we would like to hear him after 7 a.m. He can give us a call anytime, and uh, we'll congratulate him and set him up with a prize. We'll give him the, uh, the coffee mug, the tickets, the shirt, uh, the Acme gift card, and all that good stuff. So thank you guys for voting. We do appreciate it. Mr. John Martin from Upper Moreland High School. That means... We have to choose a school and go into the weekend for voting. Steve Morrison. I am doing it. Gets the pleasure of choosing the name. I'm whipping this up like a Cuisinart here. <laughs> See what I can pull out. Give us Maybe you give somebody who's never had a chance. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Ah. Spring Ford Senior High School, Royers Ford, PA. Yeah. know where Spring Ford is. All right. Rofo gang, you need to vote if you go to Spring Ford High School and let us know who you thought the coolest teacher of the past year was. Just text the word teacher to 39333 and we send you the voting link. It's that simple. Or you can go to com and you can vote that way. So Spring Ford High School, you get the weekend. So you can think about it for a bit, but don't forget to vote. And Monday morning, we will find out who the winner is going to be. We will give them the uh, prizes and all that good stuff. So. What is the uh, the statue in front of the school? Is it a centaur? The that ram. is a ram. 
Oh, I can't quite tell. Yeah, it's kind of a... Uh, it's Modern art? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of obscure looking. Oh, but, okay. Uh, yeah, Steve, if you're driving cool. west on 422, you can see two really newer schools on either side of 422. One yeah. of them is the middle school and one of them is the high school. They're both gorgeous new schools. So if you're heading out towards like the outlets, yeah. uh, you, you can see both of those uh, from 422. Huh. All right, Spring Ford, let us know. All right, we need to take a break because we've got a lot to get to today. So we'll come back in a second with the stupid question the entertainment report. Hang in there. It's a Friday morning. We're getting to the weekend together. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Summer's here and your local Acme is stocked and ready with the freshest meats and produce. It's the perfect time to fire up the grill, take in a game, and discover why summer is better with Acme. Skip the line and shop online at acmemarkets.com. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your order and bring the groceries right to your car. Place your first online order and get $30 off when you spend $75 or more. Limitations and restrictions apply. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so stupid question. We're going to give away an overnight stay at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City plus $50 dining credit to use during your stay. Question is this. In what country will you find over 90% of the world's opal supply? Ooh. Opal supply. Yeah, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. In what country would you find 90% of the world's opal supply? I'm going to go through some birthdays. There are a lot of them on Friday, June 4th. Angelina Jolie ah. turns 46 today. I always think she's older than... And not that she looks older, it's just she's been working for a long time. Yeah. So, well, she started, I remember that movie, Hackers, right? The, uh, was that the name of it? The Computer Hackers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. has a really yes. sort of punk goth look. She had a cameo at the end of a movie that John Voight was in. She was a little girl. Oh. It was yeah. it was about a, uh, a casino heist or something like that. And at the very, very end of the movie, she does a scene with her dad, and she's just... Hey, Steve, she's, she's probably seven years old or something oh, wow. like that. And you, but you can you see tell. in you her tell. face, you're like, yeah. that's her, no question. Uh, and she's in the Eternals, uh, the, uh, the the next Marvel movie. You're right, yeah. yes, uh, which I know nothing about. I'm very curious as to how that's going to play out. They're, they've got a great cast. She's 46 today. Uh, Horatio Sands, remember him from Saturday Night Live? Yep. Uh, he is 52 years old what, today. What movie is he the short order cook that goes back and... Uh, road trip. Road, road trip, trip, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. Shoves the, uh, right. the French toast in his yeah. butt crack. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. DJ Qualls, right? Yeah. 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 It's, it's good. That's yeah. good. Mm, that's good. <laughs> Great movie. Uh, he's 52. Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Ah. He's 93 years old Fuck today. Awesome. Yeah, she was. Thing. Yeah, she was this tiny little old. She was old back then. She was. Yeah, she was talking a, about a bridge troll. But yeah. you know what? She's informative. Agreed. Uh, and she was a badass. She was in the. I'd say all have to serve time in the military. Yeah. Um, you know the Israeli military. All right, so she's ninety. What two? Three. 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 Okay. Well, how long ago was the last time you think she had sex? This morning. Yeah. 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 For her birthday. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. A little birthday buff. Uh, then you have Noah Wiley. Uh, who's been in everything from ER to A Few Good Men. He had a small role in A Few Good Men, if you Falling remember. Skies. Yeah. Great series. He's 50 today. Uh, the great Bruce Dern. Wow. Ah. Uh, dirty, is, dirty Dern. Is 85 years old. I just watched him, Preston, in back-to-back movies by happenstance. He is, um, you know, he's the uh, he's the owner of the ranch, the Spawn Movie Ranch. 
in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right. And then he's <laughs> in another movie right after. I forget what movie it was, but he basically is the same style old man in that movie. Was it Peanut Butter Falcon? Because he's in been. that. Might have been, yeah. I saw that a couple of months ago, and uh, and it was cool to see him. He's, he's great. cranking it out. Yeah. Man. He's 85 today. Ding, dirty, ding, 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 dirty, ding. Bruce Dern. He uh, also... Pierre's celebration of his birthday last year. Father of Laura Dern. Father of Laura Dern. And then he did that movie that was based here in Ducco. Um, last Call. Yeah. Was it Last Call? Last yeah. Dern. Last Ding, last Dirty Dern. Last Ding, Dirty Dern. <laughs> Uh, so he is 85 today. Uh, Parker Stevenson. Oh, my God. One of the Hardy boys. Uh, from the Hardy boys. Frank Hardy. That's uh, right. Ex-husband of Kirstie Alley. Yep. He's uh, 69 today. Uh, Michelle Phillips, Mamas and the Papas, former wife of John Phillips, mother to China Phillips. She former was. Former wife of Dennis Hopper. Yeah. one of the. She had a quintessential California girl look. She was Gorgeous, yeah, absolutely beautiful. Uh, and she celebrates her seventy seventh birthday today. So happy was birthday! She, who was the one that came out about Mackenzie Phillips? Is that is her, she the mother? No, no, I don't think she, she's no. You know what? I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm not I sure who Mackenzie's mother is. Mac- uh, yeah, so Mackenzie had a, a sexual relationship with her father, Papa John Phillips, oof. which is one of the most terrifying. St- but it's. It, it even defies description. You'd have to have an hour to explain all that went on in that yeah. thing. She's 77 today. Uh, Scott Wolf, who was on Party of Five. Yep. Yes. There's the wolf. I always uh, liked him. He's 53. Good looking guy, right? Yeah. He's yeah. just, he's, uh, stature's a little shorter, so he, he yeah. never got, you know, full leading man roles. You called the wolf? Uh <laughs> Yeah, that's all you had to say, mother effer. Uh He's 53. Uh, Russell Brand. He is 46 years old. The best thing I've seen him in is forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> He's great. Just absolutely ste- scene stealing. He does a pretty good podcast, too. Occasionally, I'll, I'll check it out, and he'll get some uh, insightful conversations going. What's wild is in Despicable, him, in Despicable Me as Dr. Nefario, like, yeah. no hint of no. his regular no. voice at uh. all as that character. Uh, he is 46. Bar Raffaele, the model. Yes. Was uh, she a Leo? Uh, she was yeah. a Leo conquest. Yeah. And then I think she had some sort of uh, run-in with the Israeli authorities. Okay. I think she um, she kidnapped Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Oh, my God. No! You can't do that. She's a national treasure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she is 36 years old today. All right. So the next actor... Um, his name is Keith David, and he's yes. he's the guy that's been in... I, I pulled up his IMDb. Man, has he been in a lot do you of want stuff. Me to, so you talk about people when he first came on the scene. Who do you think... Uh, Keith, Keith David? Am I, is this Keith? This is Keith David up here. Yeah, yeah that's, that's him. Oh, okay. okay. Then I did confuse Are you thinking I, of David Keith? No, no, no. I'm thinking <laughs> okay. of another guy. Because that's another actor. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Keith David in something... There's something about Mary. Yes. He plays Mary's dad. Yes. Yeah. He's hilarious in it. Uh, he's in Armageddon. Steve, he was in The Thing, the original. Yes, the, he's the fantastic. So his head is shaved in that. He has been in tons of stuff. And a, a, a little known movie, not a great movie, but I love this line from him. It's Men at Work. It was Emilio Estevez yes. and Charlie Sheen, the brothers together. Yeah, he, he plays their hard-ass boss. And one of them, I don't know if it's Charlie Sheen or Emilio Estevez, are at lunch and he grabs one of his French fries. <laughs> and then David Keith grabs his wrist. <laughs> And we have the clip. I don't yeah, know where this yeah. starts. And he says something to him. There are several sacred things in this world that you don't ever mess with. One of them happens to be another man's fries. Now, you remember that. 
and you'll live a long and healthy life. <laughs> he is so intimidating, man. He's great. Sacred men's french fries. Uh, he is 65 years old today. And then the last birthday, Mr. Tom McElwain celebrates his birthday today. Nick's dad. <clears throat> 74. My dad just did something for my family that I'm not going to share on air, but uh, it was incredibly generous and really kind. And so I just wanted to say that he's a good man and I love him very much. Wow. Yeah. It was really did he buy an artificial Christmas tree? Uh, <laughs> nope. No, no. And the no. only thing that he wants for his birthday is uh, to go see the Phil's Yankees. So we're going to go oh. see the Phil's Yankees next. Awesome. I haven't been to a game in, you know, a year and a half, two years, whatever. So we're going to go see the Phillies and the Yankees next Saturday. He's a good man. And, yes. and, and uh, he's in my club, the Prostate Club. He sure is. Yeah. yeah. He's a cancer survivor many times over. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, happy good birthday, Dad. Good Love for you very him. much. Happy birthday, Mr. McElwain. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, in what country will you find 90% of uh, the opal supply, the world's opal supply? And I will go to Vince and see if we can get an answer. Yo, Vince, good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning, it, <laughs> Vince. Do me a favor. Tell me what country you'll find 90% of the world's opal supply. Australia. 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 That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Hang on a second, Vince. We are going to set you up, bud. We're going to give you an overnight stay at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Atlantic City, plus a $50 dining credit uh, to use during your stay. And you can book your Hard Rock Atlantic City escape starting at just $89 at hardrockhotelatlanticcity.com. Opals are actually more rare than diamonds. They're no. less, they're still They're less expensive. They're not more expensive than diamonds, but they're more rare than them. Really? Yeah. And there's like some of them can be colored, and that's like even more rare. Okay, I was not aware. It's like of that. Vegemite, yeah, in it's Australia, very rare. Very rare. No, the, the Vegemite, yeah. All right, so we're gonna go through here. Let me hit that again, Casey, okay. if you don't mind. Australia. All right, there you go. <laughs> uh, we're gonna start with this: the uh, bartender who accused uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. of groping her has won a default judgment against the actor. Natasha Ashworth sued Golding on October or in October 2019, claiming that uh, he repeatedly tried to pinch her butt while she was serving him at Tao Downtown Nightclub the year before. All right, so this isn't the footage that we have of him sitting on the couch with a woman. No, this, this is, is a totally woman. different situation. Yep, so Page Six reports the Jerry Maguire star never responded to Ashworth's complaint and never e- never even, that's him by the way, yeah. never even hired a civil attorney to defend against the suit, prompting her to request a default judgment against him in January. What would prompt him to not do that? I don't know. Uh so the judge, Alexander Tisch, uh, granted the bartender's request on Wednesday for a default judgment against Gooding on the claims of assault and battery, but denied default judgment on the claim of infliction of emotional distress, citing redundancy. Uh, the judge said that the case should be set for trial to determine the damages that Ashworth should be awarded. Uh, his criminal defense attorney, Mark Heller, said that the claim is baseless and the judgment is worthless. Ipso facto, as well. e pluribus unum. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackass director Jeff Tremaine has been granted a restraining order against oh, Bam Margera. Oh, yes, yeah, uh, he had filed for it uh, a week or two ago, and it's it's been uh, it's been officially granted. Uh, Tremaine claims that Bam started sending him threatening messages in February via text and social media. According to the court documents, one of the texts read, "Look at your children and grab your pocketbook and write a check. If you are greedy and cheap, look at your children again." If you don't sign the paper, look at your children. Sign your stupid effing contract before you're not safe anywhere. Uh, Tremaine also told the court that in the 20 years that he's known Bam, 
He has encountered significant challenges with mental health stabilization, substance abuse, and maintaining his sobriety. But he said it was not until Mr. Margera began threatening my safety and that of my children did I become in great fear that he may follow through on his threats. Uh, the court ruled that uh, Bam must stay at least 100 yards away from Tremaine, his wife Laura, his daughter Lucy, and son James. Jeez. Uh, Bam is also prohibited from uh, contacting the family. So I haven't seen, Bam was posting a lot on Instagram, and I follow him on Instagram, and he posted some really good videos, you know, and it looked like he was in, in a good place last time we talked to him, uh, but he hasn't posted as much recently, so. Yeah, so we'll we'll see if he can get the help that he needs, hopefully. Vanessa Bryant uh, took to Instagram to blast Nike after an unreleased Gigi Bryant tribute shoe appears to have been sold and it wasn't approved by her. Earlier this week, someone posted a photo of the sneakers on social media. Uh, She said, this is a shoe I worked on in honor of my daughter, Gianna. It was going to be called Mambasita Shoe uh, as an exclusive black and white colorway on her daddy's shoes. Uh, she continued saying the Mambasita shoes are not approved for sale. I wanted it to be sold to honor my daughter with all of the proceeds benefiting our Mambasita Sports Foundation. But I did not re-sign the Nike contract and decided not to sell these shoes. She said Nike has not sent any of these pairs to me and my girls. Uh, I do not know how someone else has their hands on shoes I design in honor for my daughter, Gigi, and we don't. I hope these shoes do, did not get sold at Nike. Mm. So, um, I don't know uh, what the what's going to happen with this, if there's going to be like a cease and desist or I'm sure. suit or any of that stuff. They probably have whatever she signed, whatever deal she signed, Nike probably overpowers that. So, they, if it doesn't get used and they like it, they can probably put it out. Yeah, uh, but they might face, you know, a little, because this is a woman whose husband and daughter died. Sure. They a little bit of public backlash. Yeah, backlash. Of course, yeah. of course. So we'll see where that goes. All right, F. Lee Bailey, the celebrity attorney who defended O.J. Simpson, Patricia Hearst, and the alleged Boston Strangler, but whose legal career halted when he was disbarred in two states, has died. He was 87 years old. I've always, so throughout my life, F. Lee Bailey was one, like, and Alan Dershowitz, the the go-to lawyers when you'd have a lawyer expert on a show. Mm-hmm. I see, see him pop up all the time. And and the Boston Strangler case was one that gained him a tremendous amount of notoriety. In a legal career that lasted more than four decades, Bailey was seen as arrogant, egocentric, and contemptuous of authority. He was. But he was also acknowledged as bold, brilliant, meticulous, and tireless in the defense of his clients. And Preston, that's why mm. people hired him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bailey said in an interview with U.S. News and World Report in September 1981, the legal profession is a business with a tremendous collection of egos. He said few people who are not strong egotistically gravitate to it. Yeah. Um, some of Bailey's other high-profile clients include Dr. Samuel Shepard, accused of killing his wife, and Captain Ernest uh, Medina, charged in connection with the My Lai Massacre during the Vietnam War. Oh, the War. My Lai Massacre? Yeah. What was it, it called? How was it pronounced? My Lai. My Lai. Yeah. Uh, Bailey, an avid pilot, best-selling author, and television show host, was a member of the legal dream team that defended O.J. and acquitted him on charges that he killed uh, Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman in 1995. He was brought in later on as the trial had progressed along. Do you remember that? No. They added him to the quote-unquote dream team? I don't even remember that because I watched the People vs. O.J. Simpson yeah. with Sarah Paulson and Cuba Gooding Jr. Right. Um, they yeah. added him towards the end because... You had the, you know, some of the creme de la... In fact, Dershowitz was on that yeah. uh, uh, team as well. Uh, Bailey was the most valuable member of the team, Simpson had said in a 1996 story in the Boston Globe magazine. 
Uh, one of the most memorable moments of the trial went, was when uh, Bailey aggressively cross-examined Los Angeles Police Detective Mark Furman in an attempt to portray him as a racist whose goal was to frame Simpson. Uh, Furman denied using racial epithets, uh, but the defense later turned up recordings of Furman making racist slurs. So that was kind of a big one. Uh, Bailey earned acquittals for many of his clients, but he also lost cases, most notably uh, Patty Hearst. Uh, Hearst, a publishing heiress, of course, was kidnapped by the Liberation uh, Liberation Army terrorist, participated in armed robberies with the group. At trial, Bailey claimed that she was coerced into participating because she feared for her life, but she was still convicted. So he had his hands in a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, and, I, you know, again, he was, uh, you talk about the pomposity, Preston. He had that air about him, but in a courtroom... You kind of want that. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And you know what? And, and people, the lawyers who, who do stuff like that, I don't know if they have much of a life outside of that because you so. are consumed by work. Like, like I always think, and it's probably the wrong way to go about it, but they, I think about the dad in Clueless who's around the clock is yeah. going over depositions. Yeah. And, it's and, you constant. Know, at, at, it's constant. Yeah. Right? I, uh, my cousin's brother was on the path to become a, a partner at a really prestigious law firm in, in downtown L.A., and he quit because he was working literally 20-hour days. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Was just, it was nonstop, and he was making good money, and he was on the path to making really good money. And it just it took away time from his wife and from his daughters, and he couldn't take, you know, it was just not worth it to and him he, anymore. He, he joined a jug band, right? He did not yeah. join it. No, when, actually, now he works for uh, Scooter Braun. But when Steve and I were, were coming to work here, we had to go through this non-compete clause thing, this legal thing. Yeah. And, and our legal team, I couldn't believe how many hours they were working? Oh my god! It, it was unbelievable. And then we had to go to all the depositions and all this. It was that was so crazy, fun. man. So, Steve, was... I, I think all like three of the four, a lot of the dream team, uh, OJ's dream team, are now dead because mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Cochran's dead and yes. Robert Kardashian's dead too. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm actually, we actually have two clips, Preston, of OJ Simpson who took to Twitter yesterday oh, to um, yeah, we, that we should all be so lucky to be eulogized by OJ Simpson. Oh, but geez. yeah, all right, here we go. Today I found out that I lost. A great friend. His name was F. Lee Bailey, one of the great lawyers of our time. I call him Flea. He hated it. <laughs> right, right. In any event, uh, he was the one lawyer that every morning came into this little um, lockup cell that they used to have me in before the trials to talk to me and tell me what to expect that day. Um, uh, he was great. He was smart, sharp as ever. Uh, F. Lee Bailey, maybe the best lawyer of our time, of his generation, mm. but a great guy. All right, and then what was the other clip? Uh, I, uh, continuing on, memories okay. of him. Uh, what's interesting is this was the week he finally finished a book that he wanted to write before his life was over. Uh, and it was a book about um, um, my trial uh, uh, and his take on the trial itself and and, you know, some of the facts that maybe the public hadn't, uh, wasn't aware of. Now, I'm not drawing conclusions here, but the name of that book was O.J. So Did It. O.J. And, so uh, and here it. he is dead today. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> so did so it. So did it. 87. All right, I have a couple other stories to get to. Uh, Miles Teller, the actor, yeah. uh, was spotted in Los Angeles on Wednesday sporting a black eye that he picked up at a Maui restaurant last week. Oh, According to TMZ, he got the shiner in the restroom of the Monkey Pod kitchen. Monkey Pod. While dining with his wife, uh, Kaylee, uh, the outlet reported that the man who punched Teller 
was a wedding planner who claimed the actor owed him $60,000 for services that he performed for Teller's Wedding in Maui in 2019. Yeah, I read about this. Has this been confirmed that this guy was the wedding planner? I don't know. I <laughs> do not well. know. But, yeah, but he, I guess he was... I don't know if he tracked him down. Maui's kind of small, so maybe they just kind of <laughs> ran into each I like uh, Miles Teller. He's a Phillies fan and uh, an Eagles fan, so I, I think he's a good dude. He um, was hanging out with Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend on Maui a couple of weeks ago, and so all these weird paparazzi photos showed up uh, as a result of that, too. He yeah. also was posting photos, uh, I guess, of his... Dude, his wife is stunning. Yeah. You would imagine, yeah. pictures of her, you know, in her bikini and him in the foreground and her in the background. Of and, course. Yeah. Outside the monkey pod? Right. Just hanging out the monkey pod. Possibly. Uh, Paris Hilton has just sold her memoir to William Morrow Imprint Day Street Books. It's the first time they're printing a pamphlet. Uh, page six reports <laughs> that the book will be both searingly honest and deeply personal. It's going to be searing. Uh, insiders <laughs> tell the outlet that the publisher who recently released Jessica Simpson's biography is hoping to capitalize on nostalgia for the early 2000s era pop culture. What a heavyweight uh, roster they have there. Jessica Simpson and Paris Hilton. <laughs> People will buy it, though, yeah. man. Uh, let's see here. Andy Cohen is asking for help finding his old friend, a guy named Andy Neiman. Oh. Uh, the 48-year-old Andy! playwright and actor uh, who has bipolar disorder has not been seen since he walked out of Poughkeepsie's Mid-Hudson oh, Regional wow. Hospital on May 21st. Cohen told Page Six, Andy is younger than me, but we went to the same camp, uh, Nebagaman in Wisconsin, and the same high school. And I'm praying for his safe return along with a lot of folks in St. Louis. So I guess he's from St. Louis. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's kind of putting the word out. They they want to find him, say they, they think he might be in some trouble. Jesus. Sometime. Yeah, that's, that's horrible. Terrible. Kim Kardashian made her debut as Dolores in the trailer for Paw Patrol movie yeah! that debuted on Thursday. Uh, the main Paw Patrol crew will be voiced by the original TV cast members, except for Chase, who will be voiced by young Sheldon star Ian Armitage. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Dak Shepard, uh, Tyler Perry, uh, Marci Martin, uh, Randall Park, a bunch of people. Yeah, do on. we have any audio? I, I was looking. I couldn't find any audio of her debut performance. But no. We're looking at a picture of the dog she's playing who seems to be bare, uh, like a poodle. Hoity-toity. Like, yeah, you know, kind of like that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that uh, it's going to uh, works out. It's going to be on Paramount Plus and theaters August twentieth. Uh, Dennis Quaid <laughs> is joining Kate McKinnon and John Cameron Mitchell for Peacock's Joe Exotic limited series. Oh boy! <laughs> TV and I was like, who can he play in this? Jeff, He's t- uh, too good looking to play Joe Exotic. Well, right? no, yeah, we uh, I forgot who's Randy Joe Quaid Exotic. could play Joe Exotic. No, Je- Jeff, the uh, the mover and the shaker dude from uh, Vegas, that guy. Yeah, no, it's not him. He is going to be playing Rick Kirkman. Oh, who's the reality show producer uh, yeah. who follows? You know, he's he's doing all the camera work the whole time. Oh, they're going to have, but they, yeah. So the, <laughs> I mean, they went with a guy who's better. He's better looking. Of course, than, they than always this guy, do. But, yeah, yeah. but still, uh, that's who they're going to have him portray. Uh, and as previously reported, McKinnon and Mitchell will play Carol Baskin. And so uh, this guy, John Mitchell, is going to be Joe Exotic. So we have a couple of things that are hitting in the Joe Exotic universe. And I, I wonder, will will people be over it? I don't think I am, especially if they're going to take like a more comedic approach to this with yeah. Kate McKinnon. I am uh, I'm over the original yes, one. Yes, that and, I am. And, and, and maybe just for fun, I should go back and watch it and see if it's just as entertaining. Because the first time around, I was like, my, oh my God, God I can't believe this stuff. 
It was a life preserver. Oh, it was after COVID. It was at the beginning. At of the COVID. beginning it of was it, perfect mm-hmm. It was. It was something that, and and then you know that that actually started a lot of people down the path of binging and yes. looking for shows to recommend because that's what got a lot of us through. Yeah, so I, I I'm intrigued, and I, and I think that I I will probably be all in. Thank you, Joe Exotic. Sense. Yeah, man. Thank you for you know, being a raving lunatic. We, we got to thank that. You're welcome. Get me out of here. I'm just thinking about his songs. I know. Yeah, I and sold Tiger. It's not even him. Tiger's old man. No. It's not this him. big baritone oh, voice. Yeah, that sounds good, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> Yeah, let me try it again. Me, 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 me. Okay, rotate. I saw a tiger. Yeah. And he was handing out yeah. condoms to kids, like, you oh know, as he was God, running for right. governor. And... Oh, and at, that, like, at the, the funeral, <laughs> when, he, when he goes, the mother is sitting in front, oh he's God. like, and he would whip his balls out from time to time. <laughs> and rub them in your face. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. That show was so and, good at cliffhangers. Like every episode ended with one, and you're like, I can't wait to see the next one. Do you remember also there's a scene where he pulls out, he always had guns on. Yes, yeah. he did. Where he pulls out a gun, and one of the women working there, he starts like shooting at her feet. At yeah, her yeah, feet. Yeah. 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 What? Oh my God. I, okay, I do need to go back. <laughs> yeah. My God, it's insane. And then that fat dude on the jet ski. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere. In slow motion. That was the best. (laughs) We're watching it now in slow motion. Dawn on me that it was Eye of the Tiger that was playing in the background. I'm like, that makes sense. Oh my god. God, who's the guy? Doc uh Doc. Oh, the 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 other tiger dude who was the big headed harem and oh my god. Just the greatest collection of idiots in the world. And it was all true. Yeah. 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 Right. And it wasn't fiction. They're still out there, like, on social yeah. media. Carol Baskin was just uh, railing against, uh, there was a, a party uh, that Diddy was at, and apparently they had a white tiger in a cage. So she gets she gets quoted in the gossip sites all the time. A Doc, Doc Antle. Antle. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, what else? We could we could keep going on this. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I think we had mentioned the name Lil Uzi Vert the other day. Yes, Lil Uzi Vert. So he had the twenty four million dollar diamond that was implanted in his forehead three months ago uh, m- removed. Uh, Wait, he re- why? He removed yes. Uh, he unveiled. Uh, let's see. Uh, he unveiled the implant in February, saying that the pink rock was ten, almost eleven carats. He chose to put it in his forehead. Because he couldn't trust himself not to lose it. He put an opal in his butthole now. Uh, he's been paying for the installment since 2017. Uh, while a representative for jeweler Elliot Elante claimed that the diamond was as safe as any other piercing in an interview with Rolling Stone just days after he had it fitted. Uh, he said it was causing him bleeding and posted a now deleted gruesome photo of blood coming out of the implant. So what kind of... So uh, is it attached vis-a-vis a ring or how was it... I don't know. How is it put into his forehead? I don't know. Because <laughs> I wonder what kind of mark that leaves. Yeah, sometimes they'll put a little magnet under the skin and do it that way, I, I mean, think. Would you I want that know. hanging off a magnet? No, no. Uh, in a new photo posted on Instagram, the artist was seen without the diamond as he posed with fellow rapper and girlfriend JT. Uh, and he has officially, he has yet to officially confirm the reason for removing it. Little Uzi Vert, by the way. All right, um, you know what? I think we had, what are we looking at here? No, he just he's from Philly. That's why we brought it Lil up. Lil Uzi Vert's from oh, Philly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we talked about that the other yeah. day. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I think we should do movies are opening Ooh. this week. Yes, there so are. We got to get to that. <laughs> All right, two movies opening this week, and we'll start with this one. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It uh, is out. It is a horror mystery, and the it stars Patrick Wilson, Vera Farmiga, and John Noble. Uh, the plot is, uh, reveal, the, the movie reveals a chilling story of terror, murder, and unknown evil that shocked an even experienced real-life paranormal investigator at, uh, as investigators uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren. So, as with the other two, the this is based on a truish story. Uh, so, the running time is now hour and fifty two minutes. Rated R, wide release, and streaming today. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a sixty two percent. I love the Conjuring series, but I mean, I think at a certain point you're going to get the law of diminishing returns. How many now? This is the third. Okay. Now, however, they do appear in Annabelle Homecoming. Right. That's right. That was the offshoot. Right. Uh, what what's the best in your opinion of those? The original, the original one is okay. is is brilliant. The second one is really really good. Uh, I like them as as a team too. I like both of them as actors. So uh, it's cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely watch it. Also opening this weekend, second movie is Spirit. Spirit. Here uh, you are, Spirit. Here's the cube of sugar. Uh, mm. Spirit is an animated adventure. Spirit. Horse. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was worried. You're about to hit a button. I'm like, what button are you about to Spirit. hit? Here, I'll hear the case. I, I, I'm sorry. Spirit. <laughs> Vagina. Oh. <laughs> what? Uh, it stars... <laughs> Spirit. Isabella Merced, Julianne Moore, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, after moving to a sleepy little town, young Lucky Prescott befriends a wild Mustang named Spirit, who shares her rebellious spirit. Uh, when a heartless... When a heartless wrangler plans to capture Spirit and is heard, and is heard, Lucky and her new friends embark on the adventure of a lifetime to rescue the horse that forever changed her life. I know I could be really cynical about this, but I guarantee if you watch this thing, I'm going to get caught up. Oh yeah, I'll bet. Uh, hour and twenty eight minutes uh, long, rated PG, wide release today. Rotten Tomato score forty nine percent. Well, you know, for an it's, animated movie. It's yeah. 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 Okay, it's a fetid piece of crap. All right, and uh, we got to do clips now. Yeah. All right. So we got American Traitor: The Trial of Axis Sally follows a lawyer struggling to redeem the reputation of an American singer after she broadcasted Nazi propaganda. In this clip, actress Meadow Williams talks about what it was like acting with Al Pacino. The first moments were so terrifying. I can't even tell you. It's, it's like, imagine the most intense roller coaster you've ever been on. You know, we were going in a very intense scene. Al comes in and, I'm, you know, you do all your work as an actor and you do all your prep, but nothing can prepare you to lock eyes with Al Pacino. She got a great ass! Uh, American Trader, The Trial of Axis Sally it's is a true story. now available on Voodoo. I'm not familiar with this story. Yeah, she, so she was, um, uh, the, the question was, was she doing it under duress and threat of death from her Nazi uh, managers and handlers, or was she doing it of her own volition? All righty. Mm. Next clip. 
A guardian and his kids try to win a fishing competition to save their orphanage in the new Netflix film Blue Miracle. In this clip, actor Jimmy Gonzalez talks about his experience fishing while filming. We threw in a couple of rods there, and when we were doing uh, these exterior shots, uh, these big, wide exterior shots on the ocean, but I've never like caught a big fish like that out of the ocean. I've got a bunch of friends that have, but I've never have, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess Dennis Quaid's in this, too? Yeah, this is also based on a true story. Uh, Blue Miracle is now streaming on Netflix, if you'd like to check that out. And that's it. That's all I got for you. I mean, I have more, but we don't have time. Listen, not a 14-hour show here. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, it's National Donut Day. Yeah, we got to get to that. So, you know what? Let's give away a $50 Dunkin' gift card. Right now, caller number 12-215-263-WMMR. National National Donut Day. Dunkin' is celebrating by offering a free donut with any beverage purchase, stop by your local Dunkin' today while supplies last. And, of course, the Preston and Steve Show runs on Dunkin'. So call it 12. We'll set you up with that. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Don't forget, Spring Ford High School in Rofo. You need to vote for the coolest teacher. We randomly drew your school's name this morning. So whoever you thought was the coolest teacher, for whatever reason this past year, just text the word seek, uh, text word teacher to 39333. We will send you the voting link. Follow it and let us know. We'll be back in a moment. You have until Monday to do that, by the way, so you got the weekend. The latest rock breakdown with Sarah dives into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2021. And how in the heck is Iron Maiden not on the list? Also, new in Studio Z. See Jackie Bam Bam and Dirty Honey chat up their Philly family ties and the latest album. Plus, Brent Porsche and Chevelle dive into touring war stories, deer heads, and a pack of wild dogs. Click it for tickets. MMR VIPs, hit the contest page to enter for your chance to win tickets for Burke Kreischer's New Year's Eve show at the Met. I mentioned earlier we had Springford High School in Rofo as the chosen high school, and uh, Marissa found that they tweeted out, uh, and they tweeted, it finally happened. <laughs> Preston and Steve randomly selected SFAHS for the coolest teacher. Check their tweet for deets and vote. So go Rams and vote, please. I got a text from Erin Cruz. She's the director of communications for, for Spring Ford. And she says her phone is blowing up. Everybody is so excited. Uh, yes. Can we please chat about this post show on Monday? Uh, we have a TV crew who can cover the name reveal. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, well, I don't know about that, yeah, but yeah. but it's it's cool that they're this excited. Oh, I love that. We, we still have the uh, restrictions, COVID yeah. restrictions in the building, so we can't let anybody else in here just yet. But that would be great. Yeah. Next year, let's plan on that. Well, maybe well, they want to send TV their, their, uh, uh, their crews out on into the field uh, to do a report. Maybe we can Zoom to them. Okay. Uh, maybe. Happens. Figure something out. Yeah, yeah, you were going to yeah, say, yeah. Marissa? Yeah, I was just saying that we could stream. Um, maybe we could stream live to their like Facebook page. Okay, or give like them some this. video, so, right? Uh, yeah, Nick, send that over to me and Nick Murphy, and we'll uh, coordinate and get some video to you that. You got it. Awesome. All right, while we're waiting for that, let's grab something to eat. You know what? Because hey. it is connoisseur time, friends. I got some stories. It's a Friday edition of the connoisseur with everyone. On the weekend, of course, they like to eat during the week too, but they really like to eat a lot on the weekend. This is true, and it is National Donut Day, by the way. That's today. a big day. I'm uh, a big donut fan. You know what I should have done? I, I didn't. Nick, maybe you can find up the, yeah, the donut origins, donut if you will, origins. please. Yes. We're going to do some uh, some giveaways with uh, with Duncan, but I know that that it's a, it's a Dutch it's uh, a druid treat. It's not a druid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, National Donut today, Day today, so Nick is uh, pulling that up. And there's actually 
There's a story behind, and because I saw it on the news this morning, of when the hole arrived. It was because whoever, uh, they, they were making them ahead of time, or they, before they were officially called a donut, I think somebody got tired, because they're made in Greece. They're fried yes, in Greece. absolutely. And, um, <laughs> Not the country, though. No. No, material. No, 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 no. Sorry. No, yeah, I confused for a second. They're all fried in the country, Greece, and then shipped <laughs> no, over here. It, it, but anyhow. Greece people live in Greek. They were leaving uh, big stains, or or maybe the grease was was kind of pooling in the top, or something like that. So uh, somebody decided to punch a hole in there oh, yeah. uh, to keep that from happening. And there we got the donut. So here we go. The earliest origins of the modern donut are generally traced back to the uh, Oli Cake, uh, uh, Oli Cake, I guess as I say, Dutch settlers brought <clears throat> them. Uh, to New York or New Amsterdam at the time. Yes. Uh, these donuts closely resembled later ones but did not yet have the current ring shape. One of the earliest mentions of donut was in Washington Irving's 1809 book, A History of New York from the Beginning of the World to the End of Dutch Dynasty. Huh. Dutch um, Dynasty was a story about multimillionaires, Preston. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Out of, uh, <laughs> out of the Dutch. An incredible uh, story. Um, so, yeah, they, they have a, the, the Dutch, man, do they make some decadent food. Oh, uh, but it's you know? fantastic, especially, oh, yeah. you got to like, here we go, yeah. this is Dutch Dynasty. Here, yeah. here, the, um, the stuff that you'll find out in Lancaster and mm-hmm. the, the Mennonites, and, yeah. you know, anything that's related, it, you're right, just decadent, but you can't refuse it. Yeah, yeah. thank you for that. Dutch people. Yeah. Is <laughs> um, that thing they make yeah. the flognaut? What is it's that thing called? Fosnot. Fosnot. That's yeah. more German. Flognaut. I'm going to go flognaut. Flagnod. I think flag-nod. that's Pennsylvania Dutch, uh, which is different than Dutch Dutch. How? Right. Pennsylvania Dutch is German Dutch. Oh. That's right. Yeah. You're right. Because it's uh, Deutsch. Deutsch. Oh. Not Dutch. Right. Okay. Listen. Okay. We're so you, stupid. I saw this picture last night. Did you ever see the picture uh, or a picture of Shaquille O'Neal holding a regular size donut? He's Dutch? No. Oh. No, but we're talking about donuts. He's oh. Irish. And, uh, yes. <laughs> O'Neal. O'Neal. Yeah. Pull up a picture. And, and holding a regular size donut? Holding a regular size right. donut. Dude. <laughs> I mean, Come on. No. That's not, that's not real. It's real. No, it's it, not. It is real. <laughs> that no, donut is real. Yeah. That donut is real. You got to no. see. They're, they're, that looks I, like a mini. Listen, I went through. I went through real. an entire gallery of Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> holding regular sized things. You should see him drinking that like a Deer Park water bottle. <laughs> and they, there's a piece of pizza in his hand. I mean, oh, come on, guys. Shut up. Seven one. That pizza's real. That pizza was real. That donut was not real. It had to have been real. No, it was not. not. Come on. Well, Casey. Oh, well, we'll give you a chance. Listen, I have a video of the (laughs) royal family dancing. Is it real? (laughs) Come on, Royal family dancing? Are we going to pull out all my warts? (laughs) No. No. Just the ones on your nuts. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, I don't know. Uh, Anyhow, it's National Donut Day. Enjoy. We'll do some giveaways with uh, with Duncan in a little while. I do have some other things. How about... um, Okay. We're going to dive right into this one. Uh, cicadas are back, but there's a warning from the Food and Drug Administration. Don't eat them if you have a seafood allergy. So eating them has become a thing. I was going to yeah. say, well, who's yeah. eating them? There's what do you this, mean? The, the, you know, the, there's a big push for insects to be a uh, a main staple of uh, of food Protein. and nutrition. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, not me. They actually said that, um, not to let your pets eat them either. Yeah. Uh, listen, they, they, someday the, the insect, uh, like making flour and so forth from insects, is going to be become more uh, yeah. uh, accessible or more, um, 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Accepted, I think. I make pudding out of raccoons. So they wrote, uh, the agency tweeted, yep, we did have to say it. Don't eat cicadas if you're allergic to seafood, as these insects share a family relation to shrimp and lobsters. Is that wild? Uh, since the cicadas have emerged, recipes have popped up across the internet, as some describe the critters as a rare gourmet treat. Uh, fish and shellfish are two of the eight major food allergens that must be labeled on food packaging, according to the FDA, along with milk, eggs, tree nuts, peanuts, uh, wheat, and soybean. So would it be appropriate to label a cicada as a lawn shrimp? Mm, maybe, yeah. Uh, Do you have them? Are they popping up? I haven't them. seen them at all. I, I haven't even yeah. heard them. Yeah. No. Uh, so these allergens count for 90% of food allergies in the U.S. Uh, allergies related to eating insects, however, need more study. Uh, and the report, which focused on the safety of eating insects, noted that individuals already allergic to crustaceans are particularly vulnerable to developing allergic reactions to edible insects due to allergen cross-reactivity. Isn't that wild that they contain similar elements as a cicada yeah. and a shrimp? Yeah, yeah. So uh, if somebody offers you a, uh, a fried, you know, cicada on a <laughs> stick or whatever... Uh, and you have an allergy to shellfish, don't eat it. You remember those sick. unseemly people that would hang out outside the school? Oh, yeah. Trying to get you turned on to cicadas? <laughs> I always just turn around. And yes, I say said, no. I would say no. I'm mm. sure this is a, a silly or stupid question, but are there some insects that have more, quote-unquote, meat on their bones? You know, they would be... Uh, more edible than, like, you know, you get so, more out of a grasshopper than you do an ant. We ate we ate grasshopper. Right. Did, well, what do we eat on the air? No, it's grasshopper. Oh, crickets. No, crickets. Right. Okay. Um, I didn't. I won't do that. No, it's too gross for me. I can't imagine just having like a leg sticking in my stuck in my teeth. Yeah, Preston, that's, I can't do that's that. the thing. That yeah. is the thing. And I know. So I had it. Now, what they're saying is, what you're going to do in a lot of these cases is you're going to have them so pulverized. You said like with flour or things of yeah. that nature. It's not like you're going to have antennas sticking out of them. It's crazy what you'll eat and won't. Because I will I eat. I will eat raw dead fish. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. I will eat. I will eat the flesh of other beings. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not eating. An but perception is. Yeah. That's why the texture thing is such an anomaly. Yeah. Like for example, you know, I do like the taste of avocado, but over the past couple of years. The texture has been an issue for me, so I don't eat it. Yeah. I don't know, and I don't know why that happened, but it just happened. Um, all right, so don't eat those if you have the allergies. All right, what else do I have here? I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out something personal. Preston's oh, oh my God! Pornography out of no. his bag. Preston, what? I'm not pulling out anybody. Right. I showed this to Marissa. Now I was thinking about keeping this a secret. Oh boy. But um, because I want to make it before I. Well, that's a fine strap on. No, no, that's that's no, not wait, what I'm bringing. How is this a connoisseur? It's a recipe. All right, oh. I found this. I found this on Food Network, and it is. It seems really cool, and I haven't tried it yet. And I'm thinking about trying it this weekend. <laughs> it is a grilled edible cheese board. Wait, what? Huh? Oh, so you eat the board? Yes. So here's oh. a picture of it. That's weird. And it is. It's so cool. I found it on Food Network. And cheese boards. Uh, so it's made you essentially you get pizza dough from pre-made pizza dough. Yeah. Which you can get at the grocery stores. Right. Um, and you there's a way that you you lay it out onto a pan. But before you put it on a pan, uh, you put things like uh, grapes and walnuts and rosemary and stuff like that on. And then there's a way that you can you can take tin foil. And make these little kind of molds. So we're looking at it will, right now, Preston. Yeah, that will create a uh, these divots in the the, uh, the 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 bread, essentially the pizza dough. So like cheese divots. Uh, yeah, well, kind of like that. So anyhow, 
you, you lay this out on the pan, you let the dough sit on it for a while, it takes a shape, then you take it over to the grill. It also uh, kind of envelops the uh, uh, the nuts and the grapes and all and the rosemary and all that stuff. And then you flip it over onto a grill and then you grill it up for a little while. And it looks so cool. So if you go to if you go to Food Network and just in the search bar type in grilled edible cheese board, have at it because this looks really cool. I so really want to try this. Is the is the goal oh, uh, charcuterie uh, charcuterie charcuterie? Too. Yeah. So so is the goal to okay you eat it to eat it you along eat with the, the cheese? You eat the board. You eat the, the board. The cheese and the meat and, and the cheese is in the meat. The charcuterie. So you eat the whole thing. Eat the whole thing. It looks really not, good. Okay, I haven't wa- tried it yet. It just looks good. I'm just, I'm watching a video. So uh, originally I was out on this um, one because you mentioned fruit and putting it in the oven. So yeah, oh yeah, hot fruit. fruit. I'm out. But you could instead of fruit, you could put olives. Or, right. Well, or and I'm looking bears. to. So you don't cook. Every, well, at least in this video that they're, they're showing, you don't cook everything. So you're sort of just right. you, okay. So yeah, so you're creating a tray. A tray. And you're cooking that, and the tray is made of bread and and, and nuts, and, nuts and olives and the berries <laughs> and the things. <laughs> uh, and and then okay. then and you then, <laughs> then you put you know like some brie on top of it, and some, this sort some of thing, cheeses and meats and so okay. on. And All then right. people tear parts of the board off. And there's a, there's a place where you can put honey and dip that or mustard or whatever you no, may want to do. Nuts and days. Yes. Uh, I, 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 what I'm looking at looks good. I, I, anytime. Yes. That is not going to look like if I try to do it. I see. That's, that's what I'm thinking too. Nailed it. Kathy's is going to look like post-war no. Berlin. But I think I'm, I'm going to try this this weekend. Yeah. I'm going to give it a, a shot. Yeah, I right. will until it turns out. So anyhow, I thought that was worth passing along to you uh, via the connoisseur. Oh, and there's even like a little divot and, and it looks like maybe honey was poured in there. Yeah. That's Ooh, cute. I love honey divots. Yeah. <laughs> honey divots. Honey, honey divots. divots. That's good. Yeah. Got a bad name? Bad name. Honey like divots? Yeah. yeah. Right. We have the honey divots. <laughs> yeah. Honey divots. It's like Robert Plant. Yeah, the honey drippers. Yeah, after right. the honey drippers, the honey divots. Uh, hang on, i got to write down. <laughs> Underneath, uh, the honey divots, by the way, on the band list. Yeah, who are they opening for? <laughs> They're opening for uh, hot tubs and cold cuts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hot tubs and cold cuts. You so. finally, you're really keeping the list now. I am. That's yeah, awesome. I am. All right. I feel like a cheese board now. Uh, right? That's a Shania Twain and song. And you smell like one to me. I feel like a cheese <laughs> board. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Are you ready, cheese? I know you're moving on, but real quick, the whole. Um, Are you ready, let's cheese? Go, girls. Charcuterie board, um, like businesses and companies, they're really taking it to new, a new level. Like some of them, I, I saw over Memorial Day, they, they were doing like American flags. There's now yeah. uh, a girl, she's a young girl. I think she's still in high school, but she's doing. I forget the name of it, but it's candy charcuterie. So uh-huh. oh, candy yeah. cootery or something like that. Candy cooter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's another band name. Hey, candy uh, Harry candy cootery. Stripper's name. Mind, uh, I'm just going to do a hair one. It's going to be Harry Cootery. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, they're doing it like for the kids for graduation. The candy. It's so cute. It's going to be a wig. Harry Cootery. Oh, man. Oh. A whole variety of toupees yeah. and wigs. Yeah. Get little mustaches, little fake mustaches or Here's sideburns. You know the yeah. funny thing with this? Harry Cooteries. Harry Cooteries. <laughs> it's like, it's become like a, like a, like a kid that, like my, my niece. Oh. She's not a kid, but she's, she, she's younger. Yeah. She's, we just entered a Disney movie. She's doing this, uh, this charcuterie stuff. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 I've been making, I've, I've been doing this since I was a kid. It was just always our snack thing as we would put... 
you know, meats and the cheeses. <laughs> 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 The honeys and the bait and the yep. cheeses and the cheeses and the, and the, and the, and the mussels and the, and the animals and the children. Okay. <laughs> I bought a new mustard the other day. I'm really excited. The yeah, I'm, the really, I'm very excited to try it. it. I haven't you haven't tried it yet? No, I bought it on Wednesday. I would have tried it on the way home. I'm thinking, well, like pizza. I, I wanted to see it for the weekend. He would have uh, tried it at the store. It's like a spicy hot mustard, uh, yeah. and it was uh, sitting on the shelf calling to me. So maybe you make your cheese board, and I'll, I'll dip some uh, pretzels in the you mustard. You mustard over. Yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you know. Right. Uh, yes. Is that his mustard speaking yeah, to him? It's going to me. All right. Uh, so anyhow, uh, let's move on. Let's find yes. another oh. thing in the connoisseur. Enough of the Harry Cooper we'll talk about. Mm. Right. Yes. <laughs> By the way, we don't need to talk uh, insects anymore. Thank okay. you guys for oh, that. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, moving on to something else. Pizza Hut seems to be trying to bring in new customers by reviving old menu items. And the latest is what they call the Edge. Part of the chain's nostalgia campaign. Uh, My name is and I'd like to introduce a new pizza sensation to you. It's called The Edge. Some people say this is a revolutionary pizza, but it's not. It's a pizza that's been here before, probably in your own big fat belly. What we say here, avoid the noid. That's Domino's. This is Pizza yeah. Hut. All right, so it's called The Edge. And it's called The Edge. Uh, Pizza Hut considers The Edge. It was it was first introduced in 1997, and they, they call The Edge a tavern-style pizza. Oh, yeah. It's cut into 16 squares and comes in a cracker-thin crust. I remember Geometrically this. perfect, and it tastes <laughs> sensation that'll rock your world. And it will be available at participating Pizza Hut locations. Order now and receive a mid-sized Coke. <laughs> Uh, it'll be available at participating uh, locations nationwide for about 13 bucks. So I did uh, Pizza Hut just not that actually uh, that long ago. It was, um, it was probably during Lent, and I did it because we had been talking about it. I'm like, you know, I haven't. a man of faith. Well, I hadn't had a, a dom- uh, not a dominant, a Pizza Hut pizza <laughs> in a long time. So I ended up getting a regular pizza, and then I got the stuffed crust pizza. And I know that you guys are all out on stuffed crust. I thought the stuffed crust was was. You're a filthy animal. I know, but I thought it was I'm marketedly not, better. I'm not out on stuffed crust, yeah. but I just don't order it. You yeah, know what too I mean? much. I I know, and I, I why I don't they just take it. a fire hose and spray cheese on you as you come in? Right. So this pizza, looking at it, this uh, so th- yeah. I'm, I'm I'm glad thin crust has kind of made its way around the country because yeah. I grew up in St. Louis, this pizza called the Emo's. You guys know I've talked about it for years. That's what it is. It's this thin it's crust version pizza. of the edge. It's cut in squares. That's the way they've always cut it. And and it's been since I was a baby, you know, essentially that, uh, yeah. that I've had that. So suckling at your mother's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer this, uh, this type of pizza. I'm glad that it's, uh, it's made its way around. Um, and so I don't actually ever remember this as a menu item. So I don't you remember guys, this from Pizza Hut either. No, Steve. I, do, no, yeah. I remember Domino's. You do? I do remember this. Yeah, okay. and, and I remember it because of like the the way that they were able to cram as much pizza on as thin a crust as uh, as possible and okay. get it all the way to the edge. Hence the name. Well, no. this was kind of. Like you said, ninety seven, right? Yeah, yeah. So like that was past at least my Pizza Hut days. I think the last time I had Pizza really? Hut, I was in like middle school. You were yeah. not a uh, in college or an, an ordering pizza. Was the time at downtown Julie Brown? <laughs> <laughs> wubba wubba wubba. No, Nick. You wubba know. wubba was the battle cry as they took to the pizzas. <laughs> the ovens flamed with the fires of edginess. Wubba wubba. So Nick, we had like our the famous like pizza restaurant that we would go okay. to yeah. in Westchester. Which right. fa- what famous pizza restaurant was it? Amore's, I think. It was called more. Mm. That's more. Love. Yeah. We had oips. 
Yeah. College college towns always have the yeah. non the, the local pizza joints. Yeah. They're fantastic. The one at. Uh, University of Missouri was were Shakespeare's, <laughs> and it was outstanding. Original Italian pizza, oips. Everybody ordered, ordered oips. Yeah, original Italian pizza is what that, that stood for, and that was the the College oh, Town pizza. Yeah, so okay. you wouldn't order from oips. Oh, oh, oips. That's oh, like oips. That. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let me move on to something else. Uh, you had mentioned your mustard, Nick. Yes. You may want to try that on watermelon. It's the latest thing that people right. have been sampling. Lizzo kind of made a, a big deal about it on TikTok. Uh, so she had, uh, uh, she she made a video of her doing some, you know, funny TikTok things where there's some edits and, the you know, all of a sudden the watermelon appears and so on. Should I, so this to me, Preston, seems like the old thing of putting salt on watermelon. Yeah, I grew up putting salt yeah. on watermelon. I don't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, but it, they, they said it was to bring out the sweetness by adding the salt, you know. And, I heard uh, that on cantaloupe. Yeah, do yes, oh, yeah. Yeah, same, thing. same thing, same thing. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I, I like them. Any melon will do. So here's the thing. Doesn't Here... matter if it's a cantaloupe or a honeydew or a cassava. Any melon covered in salt will bring out the sweetness of the savory. Living together on one melon the way we should all live together. Now people are trying mustard. Now they're trying mustard just like Lizzo. Yeah, so, uh, but the jury's out on whether she thought it was good or not. So she had called it, is it bussin' or disgusting? Is it bussin' or disgusting? But she never really... Is it bussin' or disgusting? In this video said whether it was bussin' or disgusting, so... No, she doesn't. And I, to me, I think... Th- so the, the common thing of, like, uh, uh, um, sea salt and caramel. The, yes. It, right. So to me, that yeah. does work. Yep. Some things that I thought would never work do work. I don't know about the watermelon and the mustard. It just seems to be too yeah. combating. Yeah. I'm I tying agree. it into the previous conversation. We used to do mustard on pizza. Okay. I can Why see that. I don't do know. That? I'm not sure. Somebody. Ranch dressing, Kathy. <laughs> Ew, no. That's just you for, said, the, Ooh, no, that's but for you the crust, right? Uh, or the whole pizza. You can do the whole pizza. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. We yeah, should, I know. We I said, have gotten ew, watermelon. no, yet I put mustard on pizza. Oh, sorry. We should have taste tested this. Casey, when's the last time you've had uh, ranch, ranch dressing on pizza? It's been a while. It's like a while? At least like two or three days. Okay. <laughs> right. Do we have no. something that could approximate a melon and put some mustard on it? Wait, I might. Let me see if do, I have a... Uh... Do you keep a melon in your desk no, drawer? No, Kathy brings a ton of fruit every day, remember. <laughs> oh, go check. Can we try that? Salad. Yes. Go see yeah. if you have watermelon. Yummy, yeah. yummy. We'll try it. Let's hey, get it. I'm sure there's... Kathy rises to the challenge. There's got to be mustard in the fridge. Uh, yes. Yeah. Connor, can you go look in the in the fridge and see mm. if there's any mustard? Let's try it. Or Marissa's already on her way. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 I got to believe no matter what, it's not good. And this is just a, a thing that, that people have done to make you... Eat mustard on watermelon. Here, people, try this. People are eating Tide Pods. So you have to uh, take yeah. everything with a, uh, uh, a grain of salt. Here's a text. Somebody says, my husband always puts pepper on his cantaloupe. What? Mm. Interesting. What, in prison? No. Oh. But I've had, you know what, I've had fruit in salads before, and you put uh, pepper. Like, you know, there's strawberry salads and things like okay. that. Do you know what I do? So, uh, and it's it's a weird, so uh, honey grow, I do the, uh, like, a sesame uh, noodle um, you know, uh, whatever they call it, it's a salad, it's a salad, salad? I guess it is. Okay. But pineapple in that, mm-hmm. so something it, it, pineapple and sesame, and a sesame sauce yeah. work together really I could, well. I could see that work sometimes when you have uh, like a, a teriyaki dish. Yes, uh, exactly. Pineapple oh, in that. That's yeah. the same thing. Sesame oil in in uh, usually in that. So. Uh, that'll play along. That's great. Uh, let's see if Kathy is. Jennifer melons. Where's Kathy's melons? 
Hang on. Here we go. Usually on display. I mean in a non-sexual way. <laughs> in the way she has a 44 pound. We got it. We do. We do. We do. So you got hey! a lot of So we can try this. Should I just hold off until we get hold this? Hold off. All right. Because. Right, uh, hold. Uh, <laughs> well, now that's we're in Braveheart. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I got you. Freedom! <laughs> do you want to live in chains? Or do you want to live with salt on your watermelon. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Mustard! My God. <laughs> it's a Friday. It is a Where Friday. Is I know. Wow. Well, didn't that... Now What's the hold-up? I think they actually... They're making are, love. They're, they're pounding the actual mustard seeds right pounding now. Pounding the oh. mustard seeds. <laughs> pounding them out. One mustard seed. Two mustard seeds. Slapping them down. Slapping them down. Slapping the base. <laughs> now we've gone to I love you, man. <laughs> yes. All right. Oh, hey, here we go. Wow, they eat plates in I don't want it. I don't want to have I will it. Try it. Try you it. Don't want yeah. to, oh, yeah, I'm chewing tobacco, <laughs> so, you know, I'm just trying to be healthy, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Marissa. That's right. <laughs> I don't want to sully the taste of the tobacco. <laughs> All right, so we have we have each have a small piece of watermelon, and we right. have a little dollop of yeah, mustard. Right. Do this, a dollop. Do is this regular yellow mustard, Marissa? Wait, All right, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. Don't what? Do it. Oh, I just want to do a countdown. I'm going to get everybody right. ready. Okay. Oh, we're all going to do it at the same time? Yes. Yeah, just like they do in a temple. I'm going first. I'm sorry. You guys, hang on. That way I'm not, I can talk while you guys are yeah. chewing, all right? All right. In three. <laughs> three. One, and two, two and three. One. That's disgusting. Yeah, you're not a fan? All right. That's horrible. There's no. nothing appealing about nope. that at all. Not in the slightest. <laughs> well, maybe it was the mustard. Get, get a different mustard. No. No? No. It doesn't belong on watermelon. Kathy? I do love mustard, though. I don't. I don't mind. And I, like I, 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 I think it's two separate things that I like. I but agree. I don't have the reaction that you have that it was disgusting. I think yeah, it has to be marketed as two great tastes that are horrible together. <laughs> there you go. Wait, didn't your son make you like a peanut butter and tuna fish sandwich once because he knew that you like? No, both? no, it was Gadzooks ice cream and shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> they were two of his favorite things, yeah. and he said they must taste great together. I let him learn that one on his oh, own. Oh my god! Uh, no, that's that's repulsive. Uh, <laughs> I want nothing to do with that. No, it just, it doesn't jibe well. I can see the salt, perhaps. Yep. There are too many additional tastes in mustard that count to the watermelon. Yeah, there's a lot. It overrides the watermelon taste. There's there's a vinegary taste to to mustard as well that does not belong with the... Salt is just enough. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes no sense. I don't know why people... Would do that, you know. Do you guys like um, like a brujute wrapped in a, or you know, melon wrapped yes. in like a ham? I like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, that's good. the saltiness of it, right? That's yeah. sort of offset. Because brujute is a, is a very salty meat. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's that it goes back to salt and melon. Type. But the brujute has to be very slicely thinned. <laughs> slicely <laughs> thin. No, thin slicely. Bernie and Ert. Let me get to another thing, and I appreciate the guys on the uh, everybody oh. on the phones, but oh. we're not going to go to the Frankenstein Foods right now, okay. which is you know bizarre matchups. That's but all. we. Appreciate Whole other it. conversation, yeah. but thank you. All right, I wanted to. There was a, all right. We're going to stick with pizza for a minute because uh, DiGiorno for today for National Donut Day have created pizza flavored donuts. I guess they're not really donuts, right? Uh, but the donuts are mozzarella stuffed and sauce topped. Do you ever do DiGiorno? Yeah, I, I did years ago. They're good. Yeah, they I just don't. Good. I just. I have so many wonderful pizza places around me. Yeah. that I just do that. 
But the DiGiorno. They're just easy. Yeah. They're just easy, yeah. yeah. Well, and I will say that the Acme signature brand is uh, excellent. really, really good. Excellent. They have like a rising cross. Yes. Okay. Like ev- yeah. Every variety is just really, really good. It's totally worth it. And I've also heard, and you know, I got to try this, but Kathy, you go to Target. Uh, the, apparently, their Detroit style pizza, I think I said this on the air before. Apparently, their Detroit style pizza is really, really good. Huh. Okay. Who's? Target. Targets. I don't know, Detroit like style what's, pizza. Yeah, the targets. It's in the hardware section. Is their brand Kirkland? No. no. What, what is Kirkland? Is Kirkland? It's Julie Kirkland. Kirkland is Costco. Costco, and then Costco uh, is Kirkland. Uh, yes, Berkeley <laughs> and Jensen is BJ's. Uh, uh, we are Ma- Devo. Is it yeah. Market Pantry or something it. like that? Market Pantry. Yeah, they got bread and stuff. Mustard, probably. <laughs> they, they do. They do have mustard. Yep. It's, I, but it's not that great. Just get the regular. <laughs> Did anybody besides me get drunk last night? Because <laughs> no, we're all kind of acting uh, like it today. Yeah, I, I did not. On. I did not. I just, Kirkland, did we determine where you get Kirkland products? Uh, at Costco. <clears throat> at a, at yeah. Costco. Yeah, right. definitely. Yeah. Costco is Kirkland. <laughs> all right. Um, so DiGiorno's making a donut uh, okay. for National Donut Day. There you go. All right, one more thing. Uh, and this is kind of nice. Uh, Burger King, they have a new chicken sandwich. Yes. So they're trying to promote them because the chicken sandwich wars are it's crazy. It's a big yeah. deal. It's become the thing. Obviously, Chick-fil-A, Popeyes. Popeyes? And, and McDonald's has one now. Right, right. And so now Burger King has entered one. And, and Taco so, Bell has one. So to promote this, Burger King is offering a free Whopper when you purchase any of its uh, chicken sandwiches. Chicken? That's what it's. Uh, C-H- yeah. C-H- C-H- uh, apostrophe king. I like it. So um, you get a free like Whopper? That. Yeah. That's a hell of a deal. Is that money? No, it's a chicken. Oh. Um, I've always been a fan of the Whopper. Me too. Uh, I like the um. And, and I like the Whopper Junior. Whopper Junior is the way one. to go. Yeah, because yeah. it's just the right amount. It's easier to handle. It is. I'll tell you this. Um, again, I'm stunned, and I've probably said it before Ooh. many times, but uh, the Whopper preceded the Big Mac. I never knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. So this chicken sandwich. Yeah. Looks freaking amazing. Yeah, we're looking at pictures of it here on our monitor. It looks gigantic. Looks like bigger than uh, the other. Chicken Wonder what it would look like in Shaq's hands. <laughs> Probably like, really <laughs> tiny. tiny. I saw a picture of him holding a donut. It looked like a dime. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, Bono's just amazed by all this stuff. Today. Thing you see a man that size hold regular pedestrian food <laughs> makes us all feel small, and we realize that in the eyes of God, we're nothing. <laughs> we're nothing. All right, so if you want to try Burger King's new chicken sandwich, you'll get a... Uh, you full shack hold food, you'd be impressed. That was a real donut, by the way, guys. <laughs> it, that donut was real. Right. Uh, so you, you have to use the BK app, by the way, or oh. the website through June 20th in order to get it. It's been forever. Did you guys ever uh, try the uh, their, their Impossible Burger? No, I did no, actually. No. Yeah, I, I did. My, my wife thinks it's really good. Marissa's giving thumbs up. Yeah, uh, and okay. she's definitely our uh, uh, the one that eats the most of that type of material. Yeah, it's just it was exciting <laughs> to taste. I, I I think the Impossible and Beyond Burgers definitely need some sort of sauce on them. Um, so if you are vegan, it needs a vegan sauce, but it has whatever the Whopper sauce is. Yeah. I don't know. Is, does McDonald's have it? I don't know. There's no Whopper sauce. No, it's ketchup and mustard. mustard. It's, uh, it's, wait a minute. Do they, do they put mayo on their burgers? They put they something do. on they it. Do. They do. On the yeah. Whopper, they put mayonnaise. Yeah. Also, just remember, you're talking to somebody that hasn't ordered a Whopper ever in her life. Yeah. So. 
Okay. I'm oh just God. excited that there's like sauce. Yeah. <laughs> when I was on a sauce. spring break in uh, Key West, I had no money, and the we stayed at a campground, and there was a Burger King that was about a quarter mile from the campground, and it was Dollar Whopper week. I lived oh on God. Whoppers breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> That's perfect. Yes. Wow. Like I had no money. Well, they were money. flame broiled. Yeah, you know? they were flame yeah. broiled. Okay, uh, that's it. That's all we have time for. We haven't even gotten to the Bizarre File yet, so I'm wrapping up the food section here. Time to wrap up the connoisseur. And I would like to thank our special guest, Bono, for joining us uh, for the connoisseur this morning. He was uh, very interesting. I want to see shackled a flank steak. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, is that it? What? What? I think that's it. But uh, Marissa came in with something. She wanted us to give something away. But uh, are we doing a contest What's later? What's doing in the doorway there? We might be doing a contest. If we're we going to do a contest, I don't want you to do that giveaway right now. Don't okay. do it. But I want to remind you, National Donut Today, Duncan, by the way, is offering free donut, uh, a free donut with any beverage purchase. And you grab a coffee or a peanut uh, pecan Sunday signature latte while supplies last. President Steve Show, of course, runs on Duncan. We'll do some giveaways with those guys in a bit. We're going to take a break. Be back in a moment. Our friend Kate Flannery joining us around 9 o'clock and more. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, we're going to do the B file now. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you by Stateside Vodka. The Stateside Vodka sodas are made with just three simple ingredients Stateside Vodka, sparkling water, and real fruit juice. It's available in liquor stores and at statesidevodka.com for pickup or shipping in Pennsylvania. All right, we'll start with this story. This got sent to me a few times. On a series of unfortunate events, a groom married the sister of his bride after she collapsed and died earlier in the wedding ceremony. It's an incredible story. Yes. The incident happened in Uttar Pradesh, India, when a woman named Serbia... And a man named Mengesh Kumar were uh, tying the knot in a Hindu ceremony. Um, during the, uh, j- uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, Jamala. Okay. Uh, the exchange of garlands by the bride and groom. Right. Um, Sarabi <clears throat> collapsed and doc- a doctor was called to treat her after she suffered a heart attack. It's tragic. And after the doctor pronounced the bride dead, the families of the bride and groom agreed that the bride's younger sister, Nisha, would wed the groom. Well, they actually flipped a coin because the caterer was also being considered. Ah, yeah. Okay. Well, in India, the majority of marriages are arranged at about uh, an estimated 90%. 
Yeah. Uh, the families decided to go ahead with the ceremony while Sarabit uh, Sarabi's uh, sorry body was in the other room. So imagine, <laughs> obviously, you know, it's it's a concept that's a little bit alien to us about the arranged marriages. But imagine you are the sister believing you are going to attend your yes. other sister's wedding, and, all and sudden, now it's your wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's got to be. Jarring. Yeah. Yeah. A, a bit uh, strange. But apparently this isn't the first time something like this really? has happened. Yeah. Was, there was another story that they had said it happened years ago. So very bizarre. Uh, a Tampa man is recovering after an alligator attacked him during a dive along the Mayaka, uh, Mayaka River. With a bandage wrapped around his head, Jeffrey Heim had replayed the tense moments. He said, I thought I got bit, uh, hit by a propeller. It was crazy. <laughs> It said it, he had said it hit me so fast. Uh, it felt like a boat was going 50 miles an hour. Heim said that he encountered the alligator while looking for shark teeth in Venice. Uh, it all happened within seconds of entering the water, by and the way. alligator bit my hand. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, quick question. Would you stand in any body of water around there? No. Would you? No. So, no. The the alligator. Stop it. The alligator uh, bit Heim on his head and hand. Damn alligator bit my hand. Oh my god! Resulting in a skull fracture and thirty four staples. And so he's collecting shark teeth in the water. Yeah. He said because no! of, the, of the bite force on uh, those animals, uh, he could have gotten me anywhere else, and I would have died. Heim is an advocate for marine life who collects sharks' teeth. Uh, he hopes to one day turn his passion project, Shark Co., into a full-time profession. Uh, with years of diving experience across Florida, Hyman admits he should have known better. According to Florida Fish and Wildlife, the mating season for alligators is May and June, a yeah. time when they are more a- active and aggressive. I think I would gladly go diving with a guy who is so stupid he stood in a river mm-hmm. when, sharks were, when uh, alligators were mating. All right, here's another uh, story of nature. A mother bear ferociously attacked a Colorado man in his garage on Sunday night. Uh, The man was hospitalized and needed surgery for severe cuts to his head and legs. Again with the head. (laughs) But was expected to survive. And thanks to Kevin (laughs) Fanny. Excuse me? And thanks to Kevin Fanny. Oh, it's actually kind of funny. (laughs) Yeah. So the man had stored bird seed and other items that could attract bears in his garage and his house. Something turn around. There's a bear there, something like that. Exactly. Uh, he was. It was at his house near Steamboat. Pizza Hut has a new edge pizza. They have a new pizza. Hut has a new edge pizza. <laughs> he, was, he was listening earlier. <laughs> He's a big fan. Can you say good morning yet? Good morning. Yet. <laughs> I assume that's got to cause some damage when a bear bites your head. At about 11 p.m. Sunday, he noticed the garage door open and went to close it. And that's when that's when he saw the bear and two cubs inside. Uh, as the man attempted to slowly back away from the garage, the sow attacked. Now they call a female bear a mother a sow. Correct. Wildlife officials and uh, park rangers uh, tracked down the mother bear, which was put down and sent to a lab for ne- uh, necropsy. Uh, the cubs are still on the loose, and officials are looking to trap and relocate them. Yeah. I mean, that. listen, that's the worst scenario. You corner a mother bear with cubs. Yeah. Or and a, a sow. And a wildlife manager said uh, easy access to food will always override a bear's natural fear of people, so we humans have to stay on top of keeping all food sources secure. All right. The Minnesota woman, known internationally as the neighbor from hell, is once again being accused of endlessly harassing the next-door homeowners. I know you watched that show, Steve, about yes. bad neighbors. Yes, it's Lori, great. 
Lori T. Christensen first rose to infamy a decade ago after her years-long harassment of her White Bear Lake neighbors led to the made-for-TV moniker. And it was all enough to capture the attention of 2020, which highlighted the more than 100 calls to police, almost 50 citations, and enough mug shots to fill a photo album. In 2013, she was sentenced to five years probation and 50 hours community service after pleading guilty to a felony harassment charge. She was also ordered to stay away from her victims, uh, the Hoffmans. Christensen once again is facing serious allegations of erratic behavior and harassment, this time from her current neighbors in the White Bear Township area. Christensen was charged Thursday with two counts of stalking, one of them a felony, this being her third alleged stalking violation in the past decade. Her actions, which reportedly started in 2016, forced her then-neighbors to move out in December 2019, saying that they just couldn't take it anymore. We've talked about this a couple times recently. I mean, it just destroys your quality of life. So the neighbors who are identified by their initials PF and TF provided a list of what they alleged was harassment and inappropriate behavior starting in 2016. Christensen regular videotaped the family when they were in their front or backyard or when they were out riding their bikes to the point where their daughter was uncomfortable going outside. In the summer 2017, she ran into their yard and bit their dog. Oh, my God. Christensen routinely swore at the family's blind dog and P.F. yelling obscenities and causing P, uh, accusing P.F. of being drunk, blonde, and not having intellectual capacity. Christensen berated and filmed a fencing contractor and city inspector. Uh, she also filed a bevy of complaints against P.F. and T.F. to the sheriff's department and township manager, including accusations they stored property on this side of their home, uh, put sump pump water in a creek, and were parking incorrectly. She kept the female mannequin head on a stake on her front deck and would sometimes turn it to look at P.F. when she would be outside. Christensen is suspected of cutting a cable line to PF and TF's home, and it would uh, as it went through her yard. Uh, she praised her barking dog as it attacked a fence that workers were working on. All this led to PF and TF moving the home in December 2019, and now the people that are trying to sell the home. She's harassing people as they come in and look at the new home, and harassing the realtor. She's just, and I saw an interview with her. She's. She thinks she's doing nothing wrong, or at least when she's sober. So this she's series, out of her mind. Yeah, if you watch this series, and I always get the name wrong, it's, it's something like The Evil Next Door, The Evil... But, but, but Preston, story after story that makes this look like nothing. Oh, I'm sure. It's just mean people, man. Yeah. Well... Just, they've got something wrong lot, with them. Exactly right. It's There's mean. always some sort of massive underlying issue, and so what happens? The person in closest proximity becomes the object yeah. of their ire. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're bullies. I know fault of that person's i hate bullies hate them all right there you go that's your bizarre file all right we're gonna take a break we'll be back in a moment don't forget kate flannery will be joining us this morning around nine o'clock uh we got more chances for you to win some stuff don't forget it's national donut today at uh national donut day today and at duncan you can go in for a free donut with any beverage purchase uh, for donut lovers, by donut lovers, the president of the show, of course, runs on Dunkin'. So don't forget that. And we'll do some giveaways with them in a little while. Stay put. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hello, Box from Montgomery County. My name is David with William Penn Roofing, offering you a discount on your new roof or siding installation exclusive for Preston and Steve listeners. If you sign for a new roof or siding installation and mention Preston and Steve at the time of your estimate, we will take $500 off your project. Call William Penn Roofing at 215-WPR-ROOF or visit the website, williampennroofing.com. And always listening, 93.3 WMMR. Next message. Hey, it's Mike Wilson from Red Rider Chair. I just want to tell you guys thank you very much for posting my advertisement. 
I got a ride scheduled with this lady this weekend from New Jersey. Um, my post likes are up, and people keep inquiring about my ride. So, again, thank you very much. You guys rock. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. So, uh, in a little while, after we talk to Kate Flannery, she's coming on around 9-ish. Uh, I think we're going to dust off mm. an old, old, old game that we have not played in years and years and years and years. And it's been long enough to where it might seem new to some people. Uh, but just for fun, we were searching around in our audio files and Casey stumbled across our old toddler theater clips. We have a ton of them. Tons of them. Not only we started off using my kids, but then right. once Casey started to have a family and the, the kids started growing up and could do that type of thing, we have a bunch from his kids as well. There's something inherently funny about hearing kids read the various uh, pieces of dialogue from mm-hmm. these movies that are a lot of times very um, adult. Yeah, so we will we'll do that in a little while. So it should be pretty fun. And we have some uh, donuts to give away Ooh. from our friends at Dunkin', $50 gift card. So we'll have a chance on National Donut Day to grab those. So that is coming up in a little in a little while. But in the meantime, I would like to clean out the junk drawer. Uh, you should always clean out your junk drawer from time yes, to time. You find Great little Vagina. nuggets and vaginas that you didn't know vaginas? existed. Vaginas? Why there. so many vaginas? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but let me dig in here and see what I can find. All right. This one I was very excited to see yesterday. Uh, the Avengers are finally descending on Disneyland. And the, uh, the whole... Avengers setup, the Avengers campus. Yeah. Uh, they're starting to let people kind of test out and media members. So basically like and a we're getting test. Yeah, we're getting word yeah. back on what all is there. So a Spider-Man ride that lets visitors blast bots with virtual webs from their bare hands and a show of strength from the Royal Guard of Wakanda are among the highlights of the new Avengers campus at Disney's California Adventure Park. So the setup, just the outside, just the structure is amazing to look at. And uh, needless to say, they've sunk tons of cash into this. Yep. Okay, so this um, this sling ride, the uh, the Spider-Man thing, seems a lot like the that Toy Story ride that's in Disney yeah, World. Yeah, so the experience resembles the video game competition of Disneyland's Buzz Lightyear ride. Uh, but the action and the tech behind it are in a different galaxy. That Buzz Lightyear ride was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. So uh, so you had the Buzz Lightyear and then you had the Toy Story. They were two so, different rides, yeah, I believe. I've not been to the Buzz Lightyear ride. What What, what is the um, so idea? You, it's like you, a game. Yeah, it's like yeah. a game while you're riding through. You have a, you right. have a laser gun okay. and, and you can shoot these things. And uh, it's just it gives it, uh, an interactivity that go that takes it a step beyond just going along for the ride. And I got it. And it yeah. keeps track, so you like play <clears throat> yeah. against the other people in your cart, or you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are. So I've been on rides like that. They're they're, they're a lot of fun. So uh, the the action though and the tech behind it are a, a, a whole other level though than the than the Buzz Lightyear ride, according to uh, the press release and the information about people that have gone to experience it so far, uh, with no equipment necessary. Riders can blast swarms of little spider bots. Although, if you want to get enhancement gadgets uh, for the wrist, you can you can buy them. Of, of course, course, you can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there are a couple of not so little bots as well that you can uh, fire away at. And according to uh, Brett Strong, the executive creator, direct executive creative director of Walt Disney's Imagineering. 
He said, what was really important to us was to try and make the interface disappear so that the guests just had the superpowers themselves. So instead of, you know, shooting like a ray gun or something like that, you are just literally you're gesturing. Right. And these things will happen. So what it probably does is it acquires your, you know, it, it, it locks on and tracks your wrists. So that's all you need. Yep, so he said, so in order to do what we did, a whole bunch of uh, invention to try and make the technology as unobvious as possible. Wow. So that's yeah. what they did. Wow. So the one thing, um, like Disney, they, they paid really, really close attention to detail. So when you're doing like the Avatar ride and you're waiting in line, like everything, I mean, even the trash cans are yes. designed to look like you are in this laboratory or whatever. One thing, yes. I was going to say, there's a great series that my, my daughter watches, and it's either on YouTube or Disney+. Plus. might be on both, um, which is essentially the hidden Easter eggs mm-hmm. of the park. Yeah. Of these little things, really? little homages. Like, like, if you stand in this certain spot at this time of day, your shadow will recreate, you know, this. It, it, it falls on this part, which makes it look like this thing, scene from a movie. And there's, like, lo- they're hidden Mickey Mouse is all over the place in rock formation that's, and that's, stuff. That's Disney World. It's Disney World. All right, yeah. so I'm sure Disneyland has some. Yeah, Disneyland that, yeah, I'm sure yeah. has some too, yeah. The one thing what I was, were you going to say? I was going to say the one thing I wish uh, these guys in any amusement park would do a little bit better is to make that wait in line a little bit more fun and more interactive. And I think that you could create apps on your phone because... Sure. And thank God they're, we they're, have they're phones. There. No, I know. But they're like, really getting and there. And thank God we have phones yeah. because, you know, what did we used to do when we waited in line for you, you two hours for bored, a roller coaster? Bored out of your skull. Yeah, but if you could do something that was interactive that you would maybe play against other people in the line. Yeah, well, or, that's yeah. why you have those. Like, like for example, you know, in like the Harry Potter um, world in uh, in Universal as you're as you're going in there there are things that you're looking at and there you know there's all this stuff the line is part of the ride basically a pre-ride mm-hmm. yeah, you know which then, is cool in the Harry Potter uh realm like the you know the uh uh, the, the the paintings talk to right. you and stuff like the that the staircases and, move yeah, all that yeah, stuff it's pretty cool. cool so uh but anyhow uh, according to this, uh, with each pass, the experience changes as guests, this is on the Spider-Man ride, uh, guests start to master their web slinging and figure out uh, that they can do more than just blast away with their powers. Uh, he had strong had said that uh, you can start to grab onto shipping containers, open doors, grow things and shrink things. He said we've hidden a million Easter eggs and fun little surprises in there. Uh, elsewhere, it's, it's astonishing, by the way, when you're there, like... Something as as old like the older. Uh, it's obviously universal. I have not been to Disney World, and I Disneyland so so long ago. I don't remember, but the the ability to with three D uh, put you in scenes, Preston, that are so photorealistic. Uh, it's mind boggling. Uh, elsewhere, majestic music blasts to announce the marching arrival of the Dora Milaje, the royal guard that protects T'Challa and Black Panther. Nice. Uh, with their leader, Okoye, and the shaven headed women of Wakanda twirl their spears and explain their principles to give wannabe warriors in the audience a lesson in the fighting arts. Uh, the new section was also built to incorporate Guardians of the Galaxy called Mission Breakout. A drop tower ride with uh, funky tunes in place since 2017. Uh, the storytelling on the Avengers campus even extends to the food, including an outlet of the shawarma joint oh. that Tony Stark suggests his allies <clears throat> hit up at the end of uh, Avengers in 2012. Another Avengers uh, campus is planned for Disneyland Paris. The California version will have 
major additions. Other heroes, including Thor and Iron Man, will make appearances, and Doctor Strange will work his wizardry in his ancient sanctum several times a day. I mean, it's so amazing. The funny thing is, and you guys pointed out to me, that Universal still owns the comic book versions of these, whereas Disney owns the film versions. Yeah, the MCU. Uh, so that's why there's a Spider-Man ride at Universal. There's a Hulk uh, uh, roller coaster as yeah. well. So they have yeah. those versions of them. Yeah. Did we talk on air about the, the fact that, that shawarma scene at the end of Avengers? They brought actors back for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Because yeah, yeah, Chris, you... Chris Evans' beard is. Uh, they try to hide it. They... Yeah. He was filming Gifted, I think, at the yeah. time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why he has his fist up to his face right. the whole time, and you don't see it because he's got a beard. Uh, so those who follow the events of the Marvel Cinematic Universe with near religious precision, uh, it can be tough to tell what time period the campus is set in for you. Uh, the creators say don't overthink it because, uh, he said, we've summoned heroes from across all of space and time. Time is a lot more squishy than any of us think. Trying to put a specific date on it can be challenging, but to us, Avengers Campus is here and now. So now... I got to go back to Disney, man. Well, so this is in California, though, right? Yeah, you got to go to Disneyland. Disneyland, yeah. Uh, now, there's obviously a component that'll be uh, at some point for Disney World, but Disneyland also has the Star Wars yeah. um, deal as well. It says here it's called Disney's California Adventure Park. Huh? So I wonder if that's adjacent to Disneyland or no idea. You know how at um at Universal Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Universal and the what was the island uh the Islands of Adventure. Yeah. Or something like three, yeah. three different parks. They're so like two really yeah. big parks, but they're you have to pay for both to get into them or you know, I don't know, <laughs> whatever. I hell, Jeez, I hell. hell I was looking at the cost of like if you get at Preston if you do the uh, Millennium Falcon ride at I guess it's Disney World mm-hmm. uh, or Disney I, it's hard to remember. But anyway, wherever that freaking ride is and you, you go to the hotel that they have set up and everything. You can get your lightsaber. So you can get the pedestrian lightsaber. Or you can get the tricked-out lightsaber that's $500. God. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like the Disney California Adventure Park is different than Disneyland. It's, so, next, to, it's next to Disneyland next Park. To it, yeah. so there you go. Nick, are there Star Wars um, Star Wars um, rides in both Disney World and Disneyland, or is it just in Disneyland? I always oh, there's one in Disney World. Yeah, is there? Okay, yeah, yeah for sure. It's. I mean, I, I went to it. Uh, they they had like a simulator, right. a couple of rides, and they had uh, the um, uh, Jedi training school right. and stuff like that. Back when my kids were <clears throat> younger, we went there. So that's been around for a while. But I know they've been working on like a full, you know, Star Wars park. I mean, the integration of this stuff is just going to get that much better. I was so, and I've gone off about it on the air, but I was so enchanted by the uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. It's just amazing. Here you go, Steve. Yeah, it's in both. Oh, all right. In Anaheim Excellent. and in Orlando. Yeah. So there it would go. be so, cool because uh, you were talking about these little things that they do in, in the parks, uh, little Easter eggs, if yep. they somehow could make a reflection of the sun. So at it, 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 a certain point of the day, you could... Feel like Two you, were, sons. you were on Tatooine or something. Yeah, that'd be pretty neat. Yeah, pretty neat, dude. I should be part. of the I, I would not crew. put it past them. <laughs> no yeah. Disney. Yeah, they could pull something ridiculous I mean, like that. Off. They're opening up the new Jurassic World. Um, I mean, they expanded the original Jurassic setup in Universal, Universal mm-hmm. and what they were working at looked amazing. So, the, from what I understand, you're able to go around in those ball vehicles. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. So for these, uh, for. California Adventure and Disneyland. Do you have to buy separate tickets for the two different parks? I'm going to guess that you do. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So what you do, though. Because Universal's the same way. Is, is it really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, no, Nick, 
if if you it's an affordable five or six hundred bucks per person <laughs> okay. yeah. to get both parks. An affordable. Yeah. All right. So yeah. you got to do is just you know. Pick which of your kids will not attend college, and then uh, okay. and then you, and there you go. Your decision is made. Yeah, Casey. There's some text coming in, and and so I don't know much about it, but they're saying that you, that's a great idea that you had about the apps, and apparently Disney already did it. Uh, they have an interactive game app for Disney while you're waiting in line. That's called Disney Play. Okay. Um. So cool. it, it's a great idea that uh, Disney already had. Okay. Universal is... Just for the record, I had reading all this a couple of years ago. Okay. It had to be a couple of years ago? What? No, I had that idea a couple of years ago. But it was more so for like a Dorney or, um, you know, Great Adventure, something. Well, when I've gone to parks, I've used an interactive app that I will take into the bathroom called Pornhub. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. How is it interactive? Yeah, well, you have to touch yourself <laughs> in various ways. Oh, yeah. okay. All yeah, right, cool. and then you get park points. But I was thinking like, all right, so would you, Preston, uh, or anybody else, uh, pay, let's say, an extra 20 bucks for a ticket, uh, for for a park ticket, with that twenty bucks, you were guaranteed to get something like a like a, a car, a car, no, yes. a thermos that you know you could get like free refills or something like that all day. Uh, but, no, because that's just another line you got to wait in the yeah, refill yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to be getting refreshments regardless, but you you get a ther- you get some sort of tchotchke that you that uh, you'll get for your extra twenty bucks, but also with that extra twenty dollars, you are then if you are in this Disney Play app thingy. Uh, you're actually competing against other park goers for a prize at the end of the day or a prize every hour or something along those uh, lines. That might be an added thing, but I, right. it wouldn't necessarily <sighs> no. sway I think, me. I think I'd be so distracted by yeah, what I you're would. there to do, I would yeah. care a little. I, I tell you what, though, if you can... There's just so much waiting. There's there's a case, ton of waiting. Well, then if that's you go, when you don't send your second child to college <laughs> right. and you buy the VIP so you don't have to wait yeah, in line. Yeah, you get the yeah. concierge. Not service. everybody can do that. So maybe we can pull <laughs> off one of these parks, you know... Now that everything is opening up again, we go broadcast from one of them, and maybe we we try to work out a deal where there is a deal for people to come down, you know, and as get and get tour. something. Hang on, I want to go to Ted. I have to try to understand this. Hi, Ted, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good. What's Good. up, buddy? Hey, they got a ride called the Ride of the Resistance down there. It's really wicked. Okay. Right, you right, right. You have to actually go into a queue to register yourself into it with your party and stuff. It starts at, like, 7 o'clock, and it takes, like, seconds, and it's like that queue's gone. And then, like, 1 o'clock, we tried again, and we actually got into the 1 o'clock one. But the ride is, like, absolutely wicked. It is cool. So it's Rise of the Resistance? Rise of the Resistance. Oh, all right. And there's a virtual queue you got to go into in order to get on it, and that's in Disney World. All right. Mm. All right. Thanks for the heads up. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yep. Um, so this stuff's getting underway. It's, yeah. uh, it's pretty amazing. So, all right, I have some other things in the junk drawer. Uh, gonna dig in and, all right, this is a cool local story. Uh, a woman named Emily Bushnell, or Bushnell, I guess, and, uh, Mo- and another person, Molly Sinnert, um, now act like they've been best friends for a life- lifetime, but they are identical twins who were separated at birth and they just met a few weeks ago. Whoa. So they're 36 years old by 36 years old you find out you have an identical twin. Bushnell's mom, uh Sandy lives in Maniunk by the way. What? So this is Emily Bushnell, her her mother lives in Maniunk. Wait, okay, so is this her biological mother no. did she give Okay. No. So I'll tell the story. Sandy. They, Sandy is her mom now. So no, they were both born in South Korea in 1985. The sisters were sent to separate foster homes as infants okay. before being adopted by two American families unaware that they were siblings. Bushnell was adopted by Sandy Schwartz Klein 
and Christopher Bushnell, both 66 years old. Uh, I assume they're 66 now. Uh, and grew up with three older brothers in Yardley, Pennsylvania. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Sinnert, meanwhile, grew up as the only child of Merrill and Marla Sinnert of Winter Park, Florida, near Orlando. Oh, my friends are from Winter Park, Florida. So, <laughs> And Preston, you met them. We all ate at Rocco's Tacos together. I remember it well. Is that in the story? No, it's no. not. Is it, wait, is it in the story? So uh, they had similar <laughs> idyllic childhoods. They were raised. I had a childhood. Uh, they were well, both. Dude. They were both raised Jewish. They worked as uh, baristas in high school and took dance lessons as kids. Neither thought much about the birth family until their thirties. That's pretty wild. Uh, Bushnell and Sinnert were driven to, to take twenty-three and Me DNA testing for different reasons, but both felt something was missing in their lives. Uh, when like an identical twin. When Bushnell's only child, Izzy, who is now 11, turned 10, uh, she has to learn more about her mom's biological relatives. And earlier this year, following a health scare, Sinnert decided to investigate any genetic diseases that could be traced to her uh, birth parents. So they, they both decided around the same time to do the, to get the DNA checked. testing. That's wild. Uh, Bushnell had submitted a sample of Izzy's DNA, her daughter, at request, while Sinnert sent in her own. And in March, Sinnert was uh, surprised to receive a cheerful email from 23andMe predicting that she had a daughter. Uh, she and her husband, Stephen, have no children. She said, I thought the test was a scam at first. Uh, still, she decided to message Izzy, whose profile was linked to the results. Bushnell, who manages uh, Izzy's account, looked up Sinnert online, found a recent video of her at work, and she was like, it was like looking at herself because wow. they're identical twins. What the hell? She said she was in complete shock. They soon realized that they were identical twins after comparing photos and birthdays. It's wild. Uh, but they didn't want their first meeting to be over video. Instead, they decided to meet in Fort Lauderdale. At Disney World. On March 29th, their 36th birthday. It's, it's, I mean... Your entire life would shift knowing that you had basically another you walking around. Uh, Bushnell said, I felt every emotion under the sun. All I wanted to do was hug to hug her. And uh, for Sinnert, she said that first hug was relief knowing that we had the rest of our lives together. And since our meeting, they fell into sisterly routine. They text every day. They trade clothes, plan trips together. Uh, their families met for the first time in Pennsylvania last month. Apparently, I oh, have cool. an identical twin, and that's every bold person that anybody knows. <laughs> right, right. So she grew up in Yardley, which means she if she may have went to Pensbury, uh, oh. which is where I went. But it says she now lives in Ardmore. Did you say that? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I didn't read that part. I know that her mom lives in Maniac. I'm not sure where she lives. Uh, but, yeah, a, a identical twins, had no idea the other existed, and uh, found each other. And so and they there. both worked as baristas. Yeah, it's really I, they cool. say that's very common with identical twins is that they work as baristas. Oh, I did not. Yeah, know yeah, that. yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, so good for you guys. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 really that's, cool. a, that's a wonderful story. All right, I uh, got something else. All right, I found this one. Um, a new study confirms that men's brains and testicles may have very similar cells. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That 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 has uh, th- that's where you get a dickhead from. Uh, University of Aviro researchers compared proteins from thirty three tissue types and found that testes and brains have more than thirteen thousand proteins in common. Okay, is there uh, maybe some Many, of the improv that you've been coming to know? No, no. Uh, 
What about ovaries and women's brains? I, they they left the, the chicks out of this. Yeah, one genital paradigm. Yeah, come on, man. All right. Uh, no, anyhow, many mm. of which are involved in tissue development and cell communication. So these are the ones that they have. So you're common. saying your brain can easily connect to your nuts? Uh, maybe yeah. so, yeah. Your brain is hardwired to your bowl sack. They also found similarities between human neurons and sperm, finding they both go through the same process to do different things. When you before your vasectomy, did you sometimes at night think you could hear your sperm singing? <laughs> you know, I was in, it was an odd time for me, and I probably did. Uh, <laughs> Here's the little guys. Uh, research- all right, all right, all together now. Won't you come home, Bill Bailey? Researchers write uh, this is an under where no under underexplored topic. And the connection between these tissues needs to be clarified, which could help to understand the dysfunction affecting brain and testes. What is the dysfunction involving brains and testes? As well as to develop uh, improved therapeutic strategies. So, so in other words, the same sort of treatments you use for your brain could be used on your nuts. I didn't, I I mispronounced it's not testes, it's testis. That's a singular nut. Oh, one nut. Hmm. So, which nut is usually connected to the brain? Uh, the left nut's connected to the brain. brain. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, well, listen, we're, uh, w- we've learned something. Yeah. I think testes is, isn't that the proper pronunciation for? Uh, that's, but testes are, are both of them. Right. Uh, testes. Right. Is, is a singular one. Okay. Instead of testes. They usually come all Yay. Yeah. It's a. Uh, yeah. Testes. All right. So apparently, female brains share the similarities with the with the nuts as well. So, so a woman's ju- brain is yeah. very similar to a man's nutsack. Yeah. At the end of this study, it says um, it's not just men that are linked to the nuts; it's uh, women as well. They is say, that why and women they literally say the word "balls" in this uh, okay. in this article? Yeah. So, so that's why women will scratch their brains while they're watching TV. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? Hanging brains? Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. There was a guy in a fraternity house that would do that all the time, and you'd be sitting on the couch watching TV, and you would just, he'd come behind you and put his ball sack right on your head as you're sitting there watching the football game or whatever, and you turn around and like, what's up, Ed? Yeah, and he wouldn't realize right away that his nutsack was hanging on your top of your noggin. Anyway, that was, I'm not familiar with hanging no. brains. Oh, my God. Uh, Ed, Ed, do, Ed they, do, they, do they show this in The Crown? Uh, they do, yeah. <laughs> Episode 4, Season 3. Yeah. That guy's Prince a dentist Phillip used now. to do that. I'm going to hang brains. Yes. <laughs> uh, Watch <no>. this. <laughs> I was not familiar with hanging brain. Yeah, uh, so here you go. Here's, here's the, uh, I guess is the Urban Dictionary. Uh, it says, to hang one's testicles <laughs> out of the open zipper of uh, of bottom wear. Yeah, there's all sorts of uh, nuance to the hanging right, of the brain. Yeah. So there you can there's many different variations. Mm-hmm. I think yours uh, is a it's uh, not a top knot, it's a top nut. Okay. Uh, so when you put it on top of some and then yeah. you have the Wait, what's helmet. the difference between hanging brains and teabagging? Well, teabag is in the mouth. That's yeah, in the mouth. Oh, it's in the yeah. mouth. Hanging oh. brains is when you literally just kinda hang, hang it outside okay. of your yeah. fly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. I'll show you later. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate you. <laughs> He's still giving me a ride home. <laughs> I am. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. You and oh, I can do hey. that. Hang brains together. Yeah. What are you guys doing? I just had my nuts in there. Pre- <laughs> just hanging brains. All right. How, you want one more story? Yeah. Right. No, of course then, I do. Then we got a break because we got to get right. to Cape Preston's Cape. asking if anyone has mouthwash. <laughs> uh, baby names don't tend to move too dramatically on the popularity list from one year to the next, but there are notable exceptions. Uh, Katrina and Isis, for example, fell from the top 1,000 ranking after negative news coverage around those names, the hurricane and, of course, the terrorist group. 
Uh, the you know, la- baby name is not popular anymore. Ass cancer. Uh, the latest data from the Social Social Security Administration highlights another special case, and that is the name. Karen. Oh, oh well, there you go. Yeah, it's in obvious. 2020, Karen fell 171 spots on the popularity list to number 831, down from number 660 in 2019. That decline makes Karen the name with the 14th biggest decrease on the girls list in 2020, marks its lowest ranking on the annual SSA list uh, since the year 1927. Is there any iteration of Karen? In other words, is there a... Um, a- Karen is such a short name, I don't think it would have a nickname, but is it itself sometimes shortened from another name? Mm, another version? Not well, that I know. Well, I, 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 I went version. to uh, school with a girl named Karen Ann. Okay. That, that was her full name, Karen right. Ann. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's just people that put two names together. Yeah, yeah. and then make them one. I know but it wasn't, it wasn't, there wasn't like a uh, capital A there. It was, right. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about, okay. but but I still, I'm with Kathy. You just took two names and you put them together and yeah. m- spelled it as one yeah. name. But Two great names that taste great together. Uh, last year, only 325 baby girls were named Karen. Wow. Compared to 438 in 2019. Now, when the name was at its peak as the third most popular name for girls in 1965... There were nearly 33,000 newborn Karens. Oh, my uh, gosh. And it's been steadily <laughs> dropping down the rankings since its 60s apex with bigger dips in the 21st century. What took the biggest dip of all time? Was it you know, Hitlerina? It uh, not Hitlerina. <laughs> I, bet you, um, I bet you Adolf did, though. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It doesn't say on this list. Uh, still, it seems more than likely that uh, Karen's recent association with white women who throw fits and demand to speak to the store managers as well as white privilege and white supremacy generally played a role in this accelerating decline. Uh, at this rate, it will completely fall off the top 1,000 list for 2021. Uh, and But we're going to have to wait until the SSA releases the data next year. How did the whole Karen thing start? I don't know who was it like a, coined the term. Yeah. Was it a uh, social media? Yeah. I don't know yeah, it if it was, was actually, media. I don't know if it started with someone actually named Karen and then it took off from there or somebody just slapped that name on there and yeah. said, yeah. hey, yeah. here's a, this Karen or whatever. Right. So I don't know. Not really sure. All right. Anyhow, uh, we got a break. Oh, wait. What am I doing what? here? Uh, oh, just oh. the uh, origins of Karen. Oh, Karen is a given name, an occasional surname in English. It is a, it, it is a feminine given name derived from the name Catherine, Steve. There you oh, go. It's, it's derived from okay. that. It's not shortened, but it is derived. Uh, in Iran and Armenia, however, it is a masculine name <coughs> uh, deriving from uh, Middle Iranian. Uh, the name is also oh. found in modern Africa as well as East Asia. So it's it's masculine in Iran and Armenia. So you Karen. might find men in Iran named Karen? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's the junk drawer. Outro music, if you will, sir. Thank you. Um, we need to take a break because we've got a couple things coming up. We have our good friend, Kate Flannery, joining us here at Philadelphia Zone in a moment. And then we are going to dust off an old game. We're going to play Toddler Theater. Yeah. And those who are longtime fans of the show, you remember this. It's been a long, 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 long. It's been years and years since we've done it. Uh, but Casey was kind of reminiscing in the audio files, and we're going to play. We have so many of them that it's yeah. uh, I doubt anyone would remember. Yeah, so we'll take a break. We'll come back in just a moment with those things. Make sure you stay close. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right, and this month's band is Goalkeeper. Goal 
Keeper, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. We have our guest ready to go. She is getting set for the uh, the t- to tell the truth. It yes. is the seventh season. Great show. Yeah, it's on ABC. You can catch it uh, 10 p.m. on Sunday. And she is our good friend, and she is the reason that we have our dump button labeled as the Flannery switch. <laughs> it will always be that way. Please welcome Kate Flannery. Hey! Philadelphia's hey! own this morning. Hey, Kate. What's up? Good morning. How you doing? <laughs> I'm just a little hungover, but I'm great. Thanks for having a camera. Uh, a little hungover. Yeah, you look good. on my face. Well, you look good. You look good for a hangover. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm just hungover for life. Oh, oh life. Right? Well, okay. I got to say, listen, I, you know, and I was just watching a couple of episodes of The Office last weekend, and uh, it, it had to have been early on. I don't remember exactly which episode, but uh, but you came across the screen and the Meredith in that show, it, like, I don't know what they do makeup-wise, but that it is not the Kate Flannery that I have uh, yes. come to know and love. Like, you are you are so beautiful, but, like, they really did a great job of kind of dowdying you down in that show. That's well, I don't know if that's I, a compliment I, I or not. I, for a long time. Believe it or not, I was in makeup for, like, an hour. They just sort of flattened everything out. And also, like, just the attitude. I used to wait on a lot of Merediths. I, I know a lot of them. <laughs> yes. Female drinker at the bar that's like, Bleh. you know, it really is an attitude. Yeah, yeah. I end. I spend a lot of time in uh, outtake world of The Office because I'm a fan of The Office, obviously, and I've watched it many times. But the collection of outtakes from season to season is hours and hours of great stuff, and you have some phenomenal moments. Do you yourself ever go back and look through those? Sometimes, you know, Peacock has been doing what they call these uh, super fan episodes. So they've actually reassembled some some episodes with deleted stuff, but some of it is deleted stuff that wasn't even on the deleted scenes. Wow. So I've actually had to do ADR. I've, I've done a bunch of, like, voice, uh, like, recovery. They had to restore a few of these scenes because they weren't even taken care of back in the day. I mean... So, so it's been so crazy. So I've, I've actually really enjoyed, like, uh, these... Uh, this kind of extra thing that they're offering. It's crazy. That, that's a great problem to have when you have so much material. And, the, the you know, the cast is just one of those... Again, we 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 end up talking about it. Let's just face it; it's going to be a cornerstone of pop culture forever. And I wonder if you look at what just happened with uh, HBO Max and the um, the Friends reunion. Uh, you know, right. and I, I know people have already been calling for an Office reunion of sorts or a movie or something. Um, totally. Yeah, when you see the the, the fr- I don't know if you got a chance to see the Friends reunion. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I got to see it. I thought it was done really well, and it was really a, a wonderful thing well, to see I'm them together. I'm not the one holding up everything. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm really? Like, all for it. Okay. All for it. Who's 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 the who's the radical here? Who's <laughs> keeping you guys from getting I'm together? Not, I'm not. I'm not. Ex- I have a few ideas, but I'm not sure. No, all you right. know, I think it's also a timing thing too, because there's a few people that yeah. I mean, they're super busy. I mean. You know, Quiet Place Two just came out. I don't think I, I'm actually going to see it today. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm so excited for John Krasinski's new movie. Oh we God. love the first so one. Excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try and get out and see that this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's because we can go back to the movie theater. I know, right? To be able to think. Hey, what are you doing in Florida? By the way, so uh, you know what? I'm just here for uh, for uh, a, a little gig that I a little gig that I can't talk about, and and I'm actually going to go to the. Um, 
to the uh, Fort Myers. I'm in Fort Myers, so I'm actually going to go to the Muscles game tonight, the uh, the minor leagues. Oh. So, yeah, co- they have some COVID restrictions, so I don't know if I'm throwing out the first ball. Oh. We'll see. All right. Okay. Well, well, have you done that before? I have not, but I'm going to do it in August. I'm going to be in Reading with the Phillies minor league. I think it's Wednesday, August 11th, oh. whatever that Wednesday is. Yeah. That's so awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. I know. It's kind of fantastic. Kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, throwing out the first ball, we have uh, Piero Bear here did it at the actual, um, you know, an actual Phillies game here, and uh, he practiced for it, and he did a damn good job. Yeah, and the the rule nice. of, the rule of thumb is Nick, you'll have to remind me this. If they if you throw it high, they go ooh, and if you throw it, hit the dirt, they go boo. Yeah, but here's the thing: Danny DeVito clued us in on this secret. If you throw a terrible pitch, you're going to get a lot more coverage. So <laughs> if you're if you're looking for people to be interested yeah. in what you actually do, do, do a terrible I'll job. Yeah, people will notice don't it. It'll end up. It'll go viral. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Kate, yeah, don't, don't try too hard. No. <laughs> About uh, to tell the truth. Uh, so the seventh season premiere is coming up. And how many seasons yes. have you been a part of? Or is this, this the first This is one? my first. Okay. I actually worked with. I were, this is my first time on To Tell the Truth. Anthony Anderson and I were on the same episode. Of, uh, we, did, we did an episode of uh, Match Game a few years ago with Alec Baldwin. The, these so, uh, these refurbed, um, you know, uh, game shows are are gold. They're, 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 they have everything, you know, press your luck. Elizabeth Banks. Right. Is, yeah. Uh, what else do they have? They have I just said Match I, Game. I've done a pyramid. I've did a, a, yeah. I did the pyramid with Billy Gardell, and, and then uh, they have the the chase, which is uh, with the uh, a lot of the, the the greatest of all time from Jeopardy playing, and 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 uh, and you know what? It, it's something that it, it, game shows used to dominate the primetime schedule, and uh, now they're finding well, they're cheap to produce, and if you do them right, people love them. Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's a blast. I mean, it's it's uh, you know, I mean, I think James Vanderbeek and I did an episode of Match Game together too. It's just it's mm-hmm. weird. Like you see people, and you never know when you're going to see them again, and. I think Ellie Kemper and I did what, I mean, it's been fun. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it's like, but they definitely put a new twist on it. I well, mean, for sure. Well, okay. besides it's, the it's but, not grandmothers to tell the truth, I'm not Peggy Cass. <laughs> in, uh, You're not Peggy Cass. Like right. Right? Yeah. The, the old, the old cast of to tell the truth, but uh, I That's used to dream. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Regis Philbin was on to tell the truth all the time. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and so, rest his soul. yes, oh. explain to people what to tell the truth, the, uh, the basic conceit of the game show is. There are three people that are on the stage and they say, my name is John Smith. My name is John Smith. My name is John. Will the real, no, and then they, then they actually, we ask a bunch of questions to figure out who the real person is. And we have their story ahead of time. And, and, you know, these people are, they're really good. I mean, it's, it you know, does, it, I, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a bad judge of character. What a shock! <laughs> well, what a no, shock. it's it's a terrible dating career until I was in my forties. So, okay. yeah, don't ask me. Well, it, it shows also though uh, what it, it makes you realize when you play the game how good you'd be maybe as like a police interrogator <laughs> if you were looking for because also having a, a wide bit of knowledge a little bit you know the questions to ask and you're right a lot of them are they get people who know how to BS their way through it so it is. Right. It does become fun, and Anthony Daniels is the host. Anthony, uh, Anthony Davis. Anderson, I mean, uh, Anthony uh, Anderson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Anthony Jones, <laughs> a whole other project. But anyway, he is really good, and and his mother sits in occasionally. Correct? 
Yes. Yeah, yes. she's in every episode. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Mama D. She's Mama great. D. Yeah. yeah, Kate, I, I've become... Yeah, she's a big fan of the original, so she's like, she always weighs in, and uh, yeah, she's she's fun. She's it's, great. It's she's, a fun... A, she's a good addition, and Anthony is a really good host. And so uh, who was on the panel with you uh, when you did your uh, show? Joel McHale, Joel McHale and Nico Santos from Superstore. Awesome. And he awesome. was in yeah, was uh, Crazy Rich Asians, too, right? Yes. Okay. Crazy, that's right. Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, and by the way, you guys, I don't know if you know this, but I just had a new movie that's just come out on Apple TV called Golden Arm. It's a comedy. It's a female arm wrestling buddy comedy. <laughs> a female arm wrestling buddy comedy? Gold yep. Arm? <laughs> and Golden Arm. Are you, Golden a, arm. are you a female arm wrestler in this? I well, sort of. I'm not. Yeah, I'm the one that helps the the golden arm figure out that she's a golden arm. A golden arm is someone that doesn't yeah. know they have any talent, and then when they they they, they don't look like they could be a arm wrestler, <laughs> but they possess an awesome power. Well, there there is a funny thing with this, and I, sorry, I do sort of follow that. Like they have the the arm wrestling female champions, and there's there's a few of them who are not particularly large, but they simply know the mechanics of arm wrestling. And, and yep. uh, so that's a real thing. That's a, gold, a real a golden arm is a real thing. I've never heard of that, but I know thing. it's a real thing, huh? But there's some funny people in this movie. It's Ron Funges. There's Betsy Sodaro and and Mary Holland are the stars. They're the buddies. And Betsy, I mean, they're both hilarious. They're really good together. And then um, uh, Ahmed uh, Baruch is in it. Uh, it. It's there's a lot of like great little. There's some, a lot of stand-ups that have uh, cameos. In and it. this is available and, uh, now. Dr. Jones. What's uh, available now. Yeah, okay. on Apple TV and on demand. Who we just came out about three. We actually got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, nice! Oh, well, that's excellent. Yeah, and Dot Marie Jones is in it. Uh, Dot Marie Jones from Glee. She actually was a real arm wrestling champ. <laughs> she was invaluable to the shoot. Wow! So she and again, she's one of those people. She's not like particularly jacked, but she obviously knows what she's doing. Yeah, that's interesting. Absolutely. Did you? Did she, I kept saying she's like Burgess Meredith to Rock. Like she's like the one telling Rocky, like, oh, you know. <laughs> she's Mickey. To, there you go. Wow. Right, she's Mickey. Interesting. So I, I would never have thought you would end up in an arm wrestling movie. So you are now <laughs> Stallone was in Over the Top and Kate Flannery's in Golden Arm. <laughs> that's right. I shot it literally right before Dancing with the Stars. It was like I was there for two days in Oklahoma. It was like, a, and there was a little bit of training, not as much as dancing with the stars. Yeah, there's a whole technique to it. You know, there's a peg and there's a the leverage. Yes. You, oh you yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Did, speaking of dancing with the stars, I mean, you look like you're in great, still in great shape. Do you do you dance at all anymore? Or is it completely off the radar? Well, I mostly dance in my living room because of COVID. <laughs> I was I was <laughs> taken off the road. Uh, you know, we were. Yeah. I was doing a, a lot of the the tour of dance with the stars. Uh, but yeah, I actually just had dinner with with my old partner and his wife uh, and a few other dancers last week, which was really fun. So yeah, I mean, I'm still, you know, I I'm, I'm like to get back in the classroom when when it's you know when COVID is calmed yeah. down. It's yeah. hard to you know, dance in a hazmat suit. Yeah, but but right. uh, things are opening up. I mean, there, there, there's there's that feeling that we're now on the right track. That's got to be good. Hey, uh, that's good. You guys look good. You, you're not 300 pounds. You guys look fantastic. <laughs> Was well, a done. few months ago yeah. when we took it all off. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask, uh, Kate, because you and uh, Jane Lynch have the uh, your your singing uh, group. Uh, are, are you going to come back to Philadelphia and perform? We are. Oh, we're supposed to be at uh, Jane Lynch and I are going to play City Winery. I think it's December 12th. Okay, uh, for our Christmas show, Swing Low Christmas, our swing, our, based on our Christmas album. I, so it looks like that's going to happen. I think I, we yeah. got screwed out of a show. I think that you were supposed to do one or something, or maybe it was scheduled yeah. like during COVID, and we got because that's one I was 
definitely in to see. Yeah, I, I want to go see that. I want to get you and Jane. By then, we should be able to have people in our studio. See if you guys can come by here. That'd be that a, would a be treat. awesome. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome for mm. sure. Yeah, let me. Let me work on that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me see who I uh, grease some palms. Oh, and you got a birthday coming up next week, right? Thanks for reminding me. I'm getting older, Preston. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thank guess you. what? So Thank do I. You. I'm two uh, days after you. Uh, yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, see, you are. Oh, yes. So I'm June 12th. Gemini. You're, yes. Yeah. And that's my anniversary, too. What? Yeah. So. In fact, they're not getting older. <laughs> you're getting bitter, better. No, I'm getting bitter. incredibly bitter. old, but I am getting bitter. So we're <laughs> <laughs> uh, w- will you do anything? Do you do anything special for your birthday or is it just, uh, hey, I mean, yay me? Uh, you know what? I think my boyfriend and his kids, we're going to we're going to have a little something very. I mean, I'm, I'm not a big. I'm not a big birthday person. I feel like I perform a lot, especially live. And I feel like people come see me right. and it kind of feels like my birthday all the time. Right. Yeah. So I feel like I'm not that self-centered. I don't need to have a big birthday on top of it all. Too. You, you Maybe, don't you want to I mean? like yeah. go to Knott's Berry Farm or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I've done Ghost Rider. Uh, I think those <laughs> days are gone. My my. But was never on the seat of that roller coaster. <laughs> That's the last roller coaster I was on. I want to ask you, you because down the shore. you're the perfect one to ask. Did you watch any of Mayor of East Town, the Kate Winslet? Of course. Yes, right. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, they got a lot right, but they got a few things wrong. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna tell you. Yeah. So Let's tell us what it. they got wrong. Well, I well actually I should say Saturday Night Live got it wrong when they say murder daughter. It's daughter. It's, it's not daughter. Yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah, right. Daughter. Daughter. It's right. Daughter. Daughter. It rides in water. God, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was still funny, but though. But I love their commitment. Yeah. Commitment to Wawa and, um, you know, uh, you know, the the Delco women dressing up as they do their <laughs> sense of style. That was, like, one of the things I kept, I kept, I was drawn to it. I'm like, they, for me, it was, like, so blatant. Like, the you know, the Ocean City sweatshirt and the fact that she's got the vape constantly. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. The zip-up sweatshirt. Like, all well, of it. And they, they, they really made a point to, like, mention all the surrounding towns as well. And I was right. happy because I live in Marple Township. And, uh, you know, in the last episode, they, uh, they mentioned uh, Marple. Because they were like, oh, no, no, I t- they just asked me to do something over in Marple. I was like, oh, my God, that's my town. <laughs> yeah. How do you think Kate Winslet did, Kate? Do you think she did a, a solid job? She's good. No, yeah. she's, she's really good. I almost feel like she's almost too good, though. Yeah. It's like she needs to, you know, I don't know. Like roll it around and throw it away a little more because it's <laughs> okay. so good. It's okay. like yeah, yeah. I felt like you know I, mean? I really liked. It. I loved the show, but I did feel like you know if you talk to somebody who uh, speaks both Spanish and English and they'll talk and then all of a sudden they'll say like okay sadia and they throw it in. Like I felt like that was how the accent was portrayed a little bit with some of the characters. Not Kate. I thought she did a good job, but some yeah, of them she's they would pretty hit, consistent. But you're right. Yeah, they would hit so some words like, a little too hard. Yeah, a like they bit. would just talk normal and then all of a sudden they'd be like, I'm going home. Yeah, right. 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 Hey, um, so let. Yeah. Let me ask you, did you, you know, prior to moving to, to L.A. and becoming a, an internationally famous actress, <laughs> did you do any work here in Philadelphia? And if you did, did you do work with either Diane Heary or Mike Lemon casting? Uh, no, I don't think so. I remember auditioning for them and I, they turned me down. Okay. Well, I did. I did. Um, I was in Bye Bye Birdie uh, in 1981-82. Uh, I was a senior in high school. I was played Ursula. So I think that was just a regular, like, that was just a little ad in, in the Daily News. In the Daily News, hon. Um, <laughs> I think I'm to go to the audition. Or sometimes I go to City Line Avenue because they were owned by the same people. Uh, but yeah, I remember after college, like, I auditioned for a ton of stuff. Um, 
like theater and, and but like I feel like Philly, Philly. I don't know. I just didn't. Well, I all right. So, I didn't book anything, so I ended up moving to Chicago yeah. and, and going to Second City. But I do remember those. I remember those casting people. Right. Well, so because yeah. I was asking, because one of the you know main characters, if you uh, the the old gentleman who uh, whose wife ended up passing away in a car accident, which it, that doesn't you know I'm not ruining anything not for anybody. Point, yeah. It's not it's not a major plot point, but he. Uh, I actually took acting classes with him at Mike Lemon, and he's married to Diane Heary, who is a major casting director here in Philadelphia. So when I first that's saw so him show up, I was like, oh, my God, that's uh, Pat McDade is his name. I was like, I know that guy. You know, so I wasn't sure. He got himself a job. He got himself a job. He got himself a job. It's working. Yeah. Fantastic, though. That is fantastic. That used to be the old, that's the way actors, there's a joke amongst stand-up comedians where they, and they would tell it all the time, where the guy comes on, I'm sure it translates to uh, to uh, actors as well, where the guy comes home and his his wife is in the house and she's bloody and uh, <clears throat> and uh, you know she's crawling around the floor and she says who, who did this to you who did this and she says it was your agent and he says did he have anything for me <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you about this as well because my friend Matt is in he he's been in L A for a couple of decades now and he went out there to be an actor he's actually a florist now and very successful at it but. He was telling me, like, you know, now that he's kind of transitioned and, and isn't acting anymore, a lot of his friends and contemporaries are now casting agents, and he would get a better look at some of these parts that uh, he couldn't get a sniff at when he was 21, 22, 23 years old. Well, I think some of it's getting older and hanging in there because the road narrows. True. You know, people quit, so there's, yeah. like, less people, and, you know, I mean... But this is the thing about acting. There, It's not fair. Like, you don't just like, it's not like being a cop where you do your time and then you get promoted. Yeah, it's right. like anybody can be promoted out of the blue anywhere and get a job. And that and that's how it is. I mean, that's just, you know, you got to accept that when you get in or else you'll kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. <laughs> well, don't kill yourself. You've done well, obviously, really well. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're, you're, let's face it, you're TV royalty at this point. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you. Okay. Right. And they don't ask just am anybody to do television. Or am I uh, Megan Mark? I mean, who am I? <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you're Megan Markle. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, uh, we just want to remind everyone that the uh, season premiere to Tell the Truth is uh, Sunday at 10 p.m. Awesome. And I'm excited to see you on the show and, uh, and whether or not you can pick them out. And get those people that are not telling the truth, or the ones that are telling you the got, truth. You gotta watch. Yeah, you gotta watch. We're definitely gotta gonna watch. watch. Yeah, and and so because uh, you know, be behind the bars. You know, you know. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you did it. We got it. <laughs> and legitimate use of the Flannery button. <laughs> I, 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 to be I honest, I'd forgotten until you dropped the. <laughs> The BS bomb there. Excellent. <laughs> and uh, Kate just put on her Phillies hat for those Yay! who can't see her on Zoom. Uh, we love you, Kate Flannery. Have a great weekend, okay? We'll see you soon. Thank you, guys. Miss you. Hope miss you, to too. You Kate Flannery. Bye. Oh, she's the best. Love her. She's the best. Um, <laughs> she's dancing in her <laughs> oh, She's so funny, man. She's just the best. Um, all right. So a couple things I want to do is we have a little bit more time left. Uh, we have a caller we're going to go to in a second, but we are going to revise, revive, actually, um, Toddler Theater. Yes. We're using the old recordings. Our kids are too old to do this now. Right. It would be ridiculous um, if it was an adult. So we are going to play Toddler Theater. Essentially, uh, Casey and I, we took our kids, we had them record movie lines, and you just have to identify the movie. 215-263-WMMR. We get a few different prizes. And while you are calling in... 
We got our coolest teacher on the line. Oh. How about that? We didn't think he was going to call no, in. No, no. And now he has. We had put it out to uh, Upper Moreland High School to let us know who they thought the coolest teacher of the year has been, for whatever that means to them. Uh, and they voted, and they brought us this gentleman. Please welcome John Martin. Oh, yeah. yeah. To the show. Good morning, John. Hello. How are you? We're wonderful. How you doing, John? Pretty good. Excellent. Well, first of all, uh, congratulations to you. The students think that you did a pretty damn good job this year, and they have now given you the moniker of Coolest Teacher of the Year. Does that feel pretty good to you? It does. I'm actually going to put this on my syllabus next year. Ah, yes. There you go. You should. Syllabus. I love it. (laughs) Uh, Well, we we dug in and we got a little bit of information about you. So you've been up at uh, Upper Moreland for six years, I think? Correct. I'm finishing up my sixth year now. Okay. And you are, did you grow up in the area? I did not. I actually grew up in Jersey, moved to Philly, I believe in 2005, and, uh, you know, been in Pennsylvania ever since. Okay. And it says here that uh, you went to Community College of Philadelphia at first? That is correct. So You better put out that fire. fire. Wait, is there a fire drill right now. Oh, my God. There's a fire (laughs) drill in Upper Moreland right now. I'm too cool to get out of the building. The the fire will not harm me. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, um, so yeah, I uh, I'm actually uh, the irony of the whole thing is I'm a high school dropout. So uh, wow. is that oh, right? Yeah, uh, I dropped yeah. out in uh, 12th grade. You know, my teenage years were pretty tumultuous. Yeah, and uh, you know, I got a GED a year later, and I did not go to college until I was in my early 30s. No kidding. And um, professors were calling me into their offices, and I, you know, I thought they were just going to tell me like, "Look, you're you're out of your league here," uh, but they kept asking me like, "Where did you learn how to write?" And I honestly didn't know how to answer that question. I guess I just knew how to write. Um, and then I, you know, went on to Chestnut Hill and ended up getting my master's um, from Arcadia and going for my second master's degree now. Then when that shows you, you never give up. Stay at yeah. it. You know, and yeah. and, and, and I, I don't want to, it's, you know, high school wasn't your time, I, yeah. I, I guess. Uh, and, and up it, here. It wasn't for me either. And and as as hard as, as teachers work like yourself, John, to uh, to steer students down the path and 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 to teach them what they need to know sometimes it it takes a little while for it to to sink in do you see that with students sometimes oh absolutely i mean um you know i i really try to stop them from making the same mistakes that i made sure. um you know it but it's it's definitely i always tell them like there's it's never too late to change it's never too late to start applying yourself and uh you know, I think the trick is to really keep them engaged, and I'm I'm not really sure if I was engaged in high school. Right. I just had so much going on that you know academics were just not on my list of priorities. So I just try to reach these kids as best as I can, and sometimes I can, and sometimes unfortunately I can't. But right. all you could do is your best. So, John, yeah. if you encounter a student who was kind of like you were when you were in high school, how do you approach that? Uh, usually <clears throat> through humor. <laughs> try to make them laugh. Um, you know, just try to be authentic with them. Try to talk to them, not really as a teacher, but just as another human being. I don't like, I don't like the whole power thing. You know, I'm above you, you're beneath me. And one of the things that I make sure that I never do is I never tell a kid that he or she can't do something. So for example, if there's a kid who wants to go into music, I know it's a very hard industry to get into, but I'm not going to say, well, you should 
focus on such and such instead. You know, maybe you should go into business management. Maybe you should go into accounting, you know, because right. uh, that kid will figure that out on, on his or her own in time. It's, it's got to be difficult, though, uh, you know, uh, having mutual respect. If you're going to also be uh, human with him, and, and, but, but you also have to have a little bit of authority because you're doing a job and, right. and, and they, have, right. to, uh, they <clears throat> have to follow the rules and so on. So I bet that's a fine line to walk, too. Right. Yeah. Right. And I, that that was a, a little tough when I first started out as a teacher. You know, I think, uh, I think I wanted to be liked a little too much. And you find out very quickly that that can't be your first priority. You know, you right. just have to be yourself and you have to you have to do your job first and everything else falls into place as long as you're real. That's why I've I've uh, I've gained an appreciation for teachers. I hated teachers when I went to high school. Yeah, I just I didn't. Yeah. They, they were kind of the enemy in my eyes. And, I, and... I still hate them. I work. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, John, you're, we're looking at pictures of you. You're kind of tatted up. You got long hair. Tell me, you were in a band or something at one, at some point, or currently are. Uh, well, not I'm not involved in music anymore. I I was when I was younger, but um, there's just no time for it now. So I I, I play guitar, but I'm not very good. No, and, and it's list is, list one of your hobbies is starting fires. Is that true? No, <laughs> no. no, no, no fires. Okay, all right. uh, well, I did read that you you like to go to concerts, so you're in luck because uh, we have a few cool things to give to you on behalf of the students. We're going to give you first of all the official Preston Steve coolest teacher your coffee mug we're also going to give you a pair of mmrbq tickets so you get to go to that concert and we'll put you in the coolest teacher section give you a coolest teacher t-shirt to wear at the show and a 25 dollars gift certificate to acme markets by the way the show is in september september 25th so it's a saturday so you should be good to go all right perfect thank you i really appreciate it no problem congratulations to you john john martin guys have a great weekend English teacher at Upper Moreland High School, and we now have uh, Springford High School in Royersford that gets to uh, vote, so you have the weekend to do that. All right, you guys ready to do this, Let's man? do it. It's been a while since yeah. we have done Toddler Theater. I forgot, did we have an intro for Toddler Theater? No, not We usually play like a, like a movie thing. Yeah, the like, Fox. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Fox 20, or not Fox 20. Fox 29 theme. No, the... Um, 20th Century, Century Fox, Fox. Yeah. yeah, theme or something like that. But right, hang on a second. we're not going to do that now. Well, Casey's getting stuff ready for yeah, this, so he's, I he's going through. Yeah, it's all right. We don't need a theme. No, but we would. Uh, space people. A little music bed underneath. <laughs> space people will work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But a little bit of music, a little uh, filling out. Make them the space, so they don't come from oh, here. Man. Oh, sorry. I touched Casey and he kind of... He, no, 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 because... <laughs> he flicked me away. And I, I apologize. Well, you, that's all right. You want a little loving and he doesn't <laughs> want it. Don't touch! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood! Casey, is, he's on our, our I'm, audio file organizer here. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, not a machine! Yeah. He's putting stuff in order. So, the... the, the, the we kind of did this last minute. Well, no. Anyway, no. go ahead. I should have been better okay. at this. I should have. Uh, I didn't. And Marissa actually. <laughs> should have. Marissa actually asked me a little while ago if I needed any help, and I didn't do anything. And blah de blah. Here we are. And so I'm just going to have to be uh, Johnny on the spot. Johnny on the spot as we're as we're working this out. So, okay. Uh, okay. So you wanted a. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you want a, an opening theme? We're or past anything the. Like we're past the. I just wanted some music people. to fill it out. Uh, yeah. To fill out the deadness. 
In that between. is our soul. That is. <laughs> to make matters worse, I got to pee so bad oh, right now. No. Oh my god! Right, I'll go pee for you. <laughs> go please. Yeah, Thank okay. you. Yeah. Well, I'll take care of that. Part. Do you want Marissa to wrangle this while you go? Uh... No, 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 no. We're good. So right. the take uh, a leak. Now the issue here is, I think a bulk of these are going to be my children. I really wanted to try and find. Your children, Preston. Okay. But uh, if you have yeah, some, no, that's no, fine. Okay. Just use yours. That's Just play the cock-a-doody sounds. Only the lead singer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones in play. So years ago, we had uh, our kids, mine first, um, <laughs> who recorded. It was my idea. Who recorded uh, movie lines. <laughs> I'm older than you. <laughs> who recorded movie lines uh, that... Usually had a lot of cursing in it, and then you had to identify the movie. So uh, let's go and see if you can identify. We're going to go to Zach. Hey, Zach, good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. All right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put you on hold, Zach. We're going to play the uh, the movie clip for you. We'll see if you can identify it, okay? All right. All right, Toddler All right. Theater from way back when. Let me know when you're ready, Case. All right, so we'll we'll try on Vox Pro first. Right. Okay, here right. is uh, clip number one. Here wait, 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 wait. <laughs> now we can go. Yay! It's Friday, guys. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. All right, here it is. When life gives you lemons, just say B- the lemons and bail. Okay. <laughs> Let me. I'll play it one more time. Here we go. Listen. When life gives you lemons, just say B- the lemons and bail. Is that Casey, by the way? That's Avery. That's Avery. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go to Zach. See if he knows that. Hey, Zach. Hey, how's it going, Preston? Good, man. Do you know the answer? I don't. I couldn't even make it out. Sorry. Oh. I'm sorry, Zach. It's kind of a hard one. This is not an obvious one. No, it's not. I love this line, but it's a it's a quick throwaway. Uh, we'll go to Debbie. Hi there, Debbie. Hi. Happy belated birthday, Angorski. Oh, hey. Angorski. <laughs> Angorski gets a birthday mention. Um, you want, Do you need to hear that clip again? Oh, yes, Steve. What's that? Oh, please. Yes, I thought she said Steve. Yes, Steve. Yes. All right, here we go. Here, what did I do? I'm going to put you on hold. Here's the clip. When life gives you lemons, just say b- the lemons and bail. It's a great line. Uh, Debbie, any idea? Um, Never heard Is of that it movie. Kid you, kid you Not? No, it's not Kid no. You Not. Sorry. Right. Well, there you go. Know, she Is gave that a shot. Kid yeah, you it's based on the book Kid You Not. Okay. Uh, we'll do just one more, and then we'll, we'll move to another one. I'm going to go to uh, Justin. Hey, Justin. Hey, what's up, bitches? Yep. Yo, <laughs> bitch. All right, you need to hear it? Uh, yeah. All right, hold on. Here is the clip. When life gives you lemons, just say B- the lemons and bail. All right. Uh, Justin, any idea? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, oh, sorry, are they man. getting it on the text? Probably. <clears throat> yep. yep. Yeah, so people are getting it. It is from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Ah. Uh, it's a Paul Rudd line as Kunu. Uh, <laughs> we have the original clip? Yep. Oh, yeah. Here we go. This is great. He's a surf instructor, and uh, he's giving some advice uh, to, uh, I forgot, uh, Peter, I think is the, the character's name. Here we go. When life gives you lemons, just say, the lemons and bail. Yeah. That's when they're out uh, doing surf lessons. There you All go. Right. Uh, right. Let me go next to, it wasn't Peter. Peter was uh, Paul Rudd's character in I Love You, Man, and it starred... <laughs> The two of them together, and I'm Jason Segel. Jason Segel. Crystal Pete. I couldn't think of his name. All right, let me go to Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey. Hey, bud. We got a new one for you. All right. It was Peter. It was Peter. Peter yeah, Brett. All right. He played uh, a character named Peter. I knew that one. <laughs> he knew that one. Did. Give him right. a prize. You'll probably know this one. You ready to try it? Yep. All right, here we go, Brian. Listen closely. I eat pieces of like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of for breakfast? No. 
<laughs> That's a well-delivered line right there. Uh, was it Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brian, you know what movie it is? It's uh, from Happy Gilmore. Yes, it yeah! is! Absolutely correct, Brian. Hang on the line. Here's the original clip for you. Eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. No. <laughs> All right, Case, what do we got for All Brian? Right, for you, Brian, we got a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries' The Moist Tour, Kathy. It's Friday, <laughs> December 3rd at the Met. Tickets are on sale today at noon via Ticketmaster. Complete information is at WMMR.com, including uh, yesterday's pre-sale. Uh, and an extra chance to win for WMMR VIPs. Enter to win the on the contest page, and be sure that you are opted in for MMR VIP emails to qualify. All right, uh, Jeff, are you there? Yes. All right, Jeff, we got a new one for you. Oh, hold on a second. Well, no, no, we this do. Just but in. I want I want to try. This may fail, but I, I have stuff on our hotkeys page here, so we're going to move off of uh, one. Uh, we're going to move off the Vox Pro and go on to our hockey oh, page. Hockey. Okay. Yeah. So do you want me to not put them on hold or what? No, no, still put them on hold. But I think this is your child, Preston. All right, All right. Jeff, you ready? Yes, sir. All right, hang on. I'll put you on hold. Case, hit it. God, I hope this works. A magic marker. A felt pen. A black magic marker. <laughs> They're little do that, voices. Do that one more time. A magic marker. A felt pen. A black magic marker. <laughs> That's not my kids. <laughs> that is not your kid. Uh, but that's all right. Let me see. If, Can't be my kids. Let me go to Jeff again. Hey, Jeff, did you hear it? Yeah, I don't. Good fellas. I don't know. No. Oh, oh my god. Oh. Appreciate it, man. We'll go to Brandon next. We'll do three callers each. Hey, Brandon. Get to guys. Get to All right. Do you need to hear the clip again? Yeah. Okay. Hang on a second, and we'll play it for you. Here we go. A magic marker. A felt pen. A <laughs> that is such a great line. All right, Brandon, do you know? No, I don't. All right, oh, thanks, man. Wow. It's a, a, a big scene in the movie. Yep, and we've said it many times. Yes. All right, Dan, you're our only hope. Are you there? <laughs> Good morning, Ed. Good, Good morning, morning Ed. All right, Dan, you need to hear it again? Uh, sure, yeah. All right, hold on a second. Case, hit it. A magic marker. A felt pen. A f***ing black magic marker. <laughs> All right, Dan, do you know the movie? That's from the classic On Golden Pond. Oh, oh my God, yeah. Is that right? No. 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 That is Pulp Fiction. Hey. Pulp Fiction. There it is. Absolutely correct. Hang on the line. We'll get your info. And here's the original line from the Quentin Tarantino classic. A, a felt pen, a black magic marker. <laughs> and then play play your kids again one more time. To, right. just to... A magic marker, a felt pen, a f- a magic marker. A, a felt pen. A f- black magic marker. That's great. Oh, so good. I love it. All right, what do we have for Dan? Uh, for Dan, we, sorry, have, ooh, it's a pair of Fandango passes to see The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do ooh. It. It's in theaters and streaming on HBO Max today. Excellent. The Conjuring. All right, up next is James. We're playing Toddler Theater. Hey, James, how you doing, man? Good, how are you doing? Wonderful. James, we're going to put you on hold. We're going to play one for you. Let's see if you know this movie line. Casey, if you will, You climb obstacles like old people f- You know that private pile? <laughs> That's one, Casey. One more time. Please. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. You climb obstacles like old people f- You know that private pile? <laughs> <laughs> All right, James. 
You know what movie that uh, is? Uh, I'm going to go Full Metal Jacket. Damn right. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Well done. Gunnery Sergeant Hartman delivers that line, and here is the original from that. You climax? No, that's the old one. <laughs> Huh. How about that? Uh, well, like, we don't have, we don't have it. That's all right, but just it sounds like that, just older. Arlie Ermey. Yeah. All right, what do we have for James? Uh, we got a pair of tickets to see uh, Jim Jeffries, The Moist Toy, Friday, December 3rd at the Met. Tickets are on sale today at noon via Ticketmaster. Uh, and you want an extra chance to win for MMR VIPs. You can enter to win on the contest page. Be sure that you are opted in for MMR VIP emails to qualify. Excellent. Right. We'll get Ke- Kevin on next. Hey, Kev. Hey, sorry, you're at work. Oh, yes. yeah, I, we are too. Yeah. It's Friday, though, so we're close, bro. No sad. All right, Kevin, you ready? Ready. This is a All new right. one. Hang on the line. No, I have it, and I, I'm pretty sure this is your trial, Preston. All right, let's go. Yippee Kai, yay. Yes. That's Parker. One more time. All right. If you wouldn't mind, please. Yippee Kai, yay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so adorable. Actually, that might be Carter. Wow. It's hard to tell now. Mm-hmm. Right. yippee Kai, yay <laughs> Either way, it's like 15 to 18 years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. easily. Oh, man. Uh, Kevin, are you there? That's diehard for the layup. Damn yeah, right it is. The layup is good for two. All right. Uh, hang on, Kevin. Here's what we got for you. Right. Oh, here's the original, by the way. yippee Kai, motherfucker. Well done. All right. So, uh, Kevin, you have won our final pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries, the Moist Tour, Friday, December 3rd at the Mets. Uh, at the Met. Tickets are on sale today at noon via Ticketmaster. Uh, but for MMR VIPs, enter to win on the contest page and be sure that you are opted in for MMR VIP emails to qualify. All right. Let's do two more, Case. All right. Is that cool with you? Yeah, man. All right. We will go to... Did Jim win that one or... Uh, that was Kevin. Okay. All right. So, let me go to Jim then. <clears throat> Uh, good morning, Jim. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for coming in today, guys. <laughs> oh, it's okay. <laughs> Appreciate it on our day off. You know? I know, nonetheless. Yeah. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, oh, man. Jim, we're playing toddler theater. Hang on. Here is a new clip for you. Uh, gosh, I don't know which one I want to do here. That's uh, all right. I apologize. You're gonna Pick whichever do... one you like. Uh, I like... This is an easy. This is now. Nah, this is a gimme. Right. But okay, it's a gimme. But we'll go with this. I like the ones above it. By the way. Okay. Let's. Uh, uh, which no, ones? we go, let's do this one first, and okay. then, then we'll go to that other movie. All right. Okay. Here we go. Who is he? He's an asshole, sir. I know that. What's his name? That is his name, sir. Asshole. Major asshole. And his cousin? He's an asshole too, sir. Gunners made first class. Philip asshole. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo. No. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Keep firing assholes. All right, let's see. You ought to be able to get that. I have uh, no idea. Whoa, oh, Jim! That is a gimme. Yeah. Uh, no. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, Sorry, thanks. Anyway, buddy. Sorry. Appreciate what? it. Well, let's go to Drew next. Hey, Drew. Johan, what's up? Yo, Yo bud. <laughs> so, did you hear it? A little bit. Can you play it again for sure. me? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hang on just a second. And fire. Who is he? He's a... Oh, hey. Sorry. I was ready for the... Uh, I thought it was such a gimme that... I they... know. Me yeah. too. All right. My bad. Let's try it again. Here we go. Who is he? He's an asshole, sir. I know that. What's his name? That is his name, sir. Asshole. Major asshole. And his cousin? He's an asshole too, sir. Gunner's made first class. Philip asshole. How many assholes we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Keep firing assholes. 
holes. You know what I never noticed was the Philip joke? Yeah. Philip I, A-holes? Yes. I yes. just picked up on that. I never picked up on that in the movie. All right, so, uh, Drew, give us the title of that movie. I mean, come on. Is it Spaceballs? Yes, yes. of course. Yay. Hang on, bud. Here's the original clip for you, by the way. Who is he? He's an asshole, sir. I know that. What's his name? That is his name, sir. Major asshole. And his cousin? He's an asshole, too, sir. Gunners made first class Philip asshole. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! <laughs> I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Keep firing assholes! All right. Yes. <laughs> uh, and for Drew. Drew, you got a pair of Fandango passes to see The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It in Conjuring. theaters and streaming on HBO Max today. <laughs> Press, which one of these do you want? Do you want this one or this one? This uh, one or this one? The uh, the bottom one. The oh, bottom okay. one. By the way, uh, the guy delivering the, the lines in that besides uh, Rick Moranis was George Weiner, who we had on the show a few months back. Yeah, yeah. he did. He was uh, great. He played Colonel Sanders. Yes. Chicken. Uh, and he was a great conversation because yeah, yeah. he was also in Fletch, and he's been in tons of movies throughout the year, so that was fun. All right, we have one more to go, and we are going to go to Heather for this one. Good morning, Heather. I knew the last one, and Aww. of course, I'm going to get a hard one. I well, I don't it. think okay. so. No, you, no. you might rock it. Oh, All right. Okay. This is a short one, though. Hang on, Heather. Here is the clip. It's the that's an easy one. I think it is. Uh, let's see if Heather thinks it is. All right, Heather. Oh, you guys are going to hate me. Oh. Really? No, yeah. it's Step Brothers. Yes, of course. We yeah. Told you. Hang on a second. Yeah. We'll get your info, and we will set you up with the prize. But first, the original clip. Stop. Catalina line mixer. <laughs> yes. What do we have for Heather, Case? All right, so for you, Heather, we have a $50 Dunkin' gift card. Celebrate National Donut Day today. Today. (laughs) My goodness. Is it Friday yet? Yeah. All day long. All right, and celebrate with Dunkin'. Give a (laughs) f***. All right, Heather, congratulations. Sorry we didn't get to get to any Uh of you others, but the good thing is we have tons of these. Yeah. Uh, Because we played that game for years. It's fun. And uh, and it is time to uh, to maybe go back and down that path a little bit. How wild is it to play audio clips of your uh, sons as kids when they're, you know, all... Yeah. It's pretty... It's <laughs> Adults I, Well, I just heard the one clip, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I would like to hear more eventually. Uh, so there, there was only one clip that I had uh, my daughter record that I had a really... I was like, I can't believe... That I did that? That I did that. And I don't know if it's this one or not. They f- no, that oh, this is your kid, son. They your kid, son. This is your kid, Preston. This is your kid, son. That's your kid, son. Your kid, son. They fucked it into drive Don't waste any of them because I won't. Yeah, we'll yeah, use yeah, them another yeah. time. All right, but All right. there, there was, there was one that I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I just had him, had him say that. There was one from um, Fight Club. Yeah. Uh, that I was just like, oh, I can't Mine was from Fight Club as well. Really? Yeah. But you don't, you don't have them say the actual no. bad word. What was the, what was the a hole? What were they saying? Ash, there? Ash, Ash. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, now you. What was that? What the hell is that? Uh, that's. That what? is. Uh, is that this, Ben? This is Ben. And how are you doing, you fuck? 
Chewbacca. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, he did a few, but not as much as, uh, as your kids did. But I didn't know he had Ben. Yeah, there's a few in there. It's um, <gasps> Kathy. It's kind of heartbreaking to hear these. Chase is the perfect age. I we can read. He's too old. How old? No, 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 no. Nine? How old is he? Nine. No, yeah. <clears throat> yeah? Yeah. 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 I, bet, yeah. I thought your kids were like much younger when they did it. We kept. We did it yeah. for a while. We but did because he's older, maybe we could have him record lines from porn movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll look into that. All right. Um, all right. Yeah. So, nonetheless, uh, there you go. Case, can you uh, rig you. me of those, please? Uh, that is Toddler Theater, and don't worry. We'll do it again sometime in the very near future. By the way, there is a new Daily Rush video out, <laughs> Casey's Bat Dad Joke. And uh, the description is, tell me, do you laugh? <laughs> You won't. That's <laughs> a great line, Murph. That is a great line. Uh, you can watch it now at PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. So check out all the Daily Rush videos as well if you have some time. We'll take a break and be right back. Stay with us. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right, and this month's band is Goalkeeper. Goalkeeper, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. Uh, before the Bizarre File, a couple of charts I should. I'm one day late on. Oh, it's no um, problem. So I want to get to these real quick. Uh, it says, uh, hey, good morning at Presbo and to everyone, hey, bitches. My name is Gary uh, Drybelbus, and I would like to request a birthday shout out for my son, Hunter. He will turn 10 on June 3rd, and I thought this would be the perfect gift for someone that has plenty of toys and electronic devices. Uh, I think that he would like hearing his name on the radio show, and he's like every other 10-year-old boy uh, farts are funny. Yeah. Uh, although he won't be able to hear it live because we live in North Central Pennsylvania, I podcast daily so I can play it for him on the podcast. So on or around June 3rd, if you could give Hunter a nice, big, juicy, nasty shard out, it would be much appreciated. And he says, also, Stephen Casey and or Casey, if you could end it with a little pooper fart uh, for my youngest son, Jackson, that turned five in April and just graduated preschool. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that little Right, uh, right. Thanks so much, and may the Gorski be with you. All right. If I'm doing just a regular standard one, I'm going to have to change pages. So I would do this, and then I would... Oh, Gary! And then jump over to... There you Gary. go. Perfect. I like the Gary yeah, in okay. between there. But he said, may the Gorski be with you. <laughs> uh, and then this other one, believe it or not, uh, and, and the subject line is a spiteful shard out. That's what it says. And then they write, uh, good morning, it. First of all, I'd like to wish Ann Gorski a very belated b- happy birthday. That's nice. Uh, I'm a huge Preston and Steve. Most people probably, they missed that segment on they the did. show. But yes. anyhow, I'm a huge Preston and Steve fan and I've been listening to you guys since kindergarten. I podcast every single episode. Usually stay a few weeks behind to ensure I never run out of content. I've been bugging my fiance, Ryan Childs, for years for a shard out, telling him how it would be the perfect anniversary or birthday gift. After finally realizing he'll never remember to email Preston, I decided to take it upon myself to request a short out for his birthday. Oh, man. Thursday, June 3rd. Nothing will make him happier or feel more guilty. Thanks in advance. You guys rock. Love you. And that is from Lauren Birdie. So here is a spiteful short out. 
That's for Ryan Child. So there you go. All caught. <laughs> All caught up. Yes. All right. Let's do the B file. No, it's uh, yeah. Get, there's a music bed there and a oh, sweeper. I don't I have, know. If, wait. We're uh, doing the bizarre file, right? I know, but what happened to it? And doing no. Where'd it go? Uh, maybe I. Uh, I'm scared. Accidentally. Um, I might have deleted it. Deleted it. Huh? Oh, hang on a second. That's all right. Yeah. We just have to uh, for these sound elements. They have to be in the proper place on yeah. our um, huh. modulator on our Who's What's It yeah. uh, here on our How You Doing? Okay, here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre final. Brought to you by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that is manufactured on site. They also have leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. Mulch Works has delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. You can visit mulchthis.com for details. Uh, this story is out of uh, Arizona. Uh, when a brush fires, quick moving flames torched land and threatened wildlife. Two teenager t- teenagers took matters into their own hands. And they tried to douse the fire in a way you might not expect. They used beer. They used beer. Yeah, when 19-year-old Gabriel Carrillo and 18-year-old Evelyn Williams saw the fire, uh, they said that they tried calling the fire department and even drove to the sheriff's station looking for help, but no one was there. And that that is when they jumped into action. Uh, The pair was on the way to work, uh, and according to one of them, uh, Carrillo said... Uh, we happened to notice a uh, some smoke off to the right-hand side. Uh, it was about 100 yards off the roadway. When we had stopped, we saw the fire. We drove down to the sheriff's station, which was a quarter mile down the road. Nobody was there. We turned around and took it in our own hands. We just used what we had, uh, which was our hands and our feet. We started kicking dirt. After more than an hour, they say they brought the fire to a smolder, but with no water, they were that the embers would reignite. Thankfully... A man was on his way to the lake with his boat, stopped the help, and he got a 30-pack of beer with him. <laughs> sure, yeah. So they all proceeded to pour the beer over the smoldering ground, dousing any possible hot spots. Uh, the pair isn't even old enough to drink beer yet, but they were thankful to have it on hand. And when the two finally made it to work a few hours later, they said that they were quite ill from all the smoke that they had breathed in, and they were sent home for the day. But huh. uh, they did what they had to do. and They managed to get it under control. An Italian artist, Salvatore Garral, recently sold his latest invisible sculpture, a work titled I Am. An idiot. And it isn't. The art does not exist except in the imagination of the artist. Garral said the sculpture may be displayed in any light since it's not there. The buyer gets a stamped certificate in exchange for payment of... $18,000. $18,000. So the guy's a genius. Assuming they can't uh, imagine that they just paid for it. But yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, sold nothing for $18,000. What people think here. All right. Uh, let's go with this, this next one. There's a woman named Sydney Sachs. Sydney really? Sachs. That's a born name. Sydney Sachs is a recent graduate from the University of Oklahoma and was renting an apartment in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Uh, but less than a day after she moved in, a neon sign that she purchased malfunctioned, set fire to the wall behind it, burned both the wall, her sofa, and set off the sprinklers that destroyed the rest of her apartment and nearly everything in it. And it's a, like a big, gaping, burned hole in the wall. Uh, the trendy pink glowing sign read, Let's Stay Home. 
Uh, she shared this misfortune on TikTok where her video has been viewed over a million times. It sucks. In it, she explains that she left the light on before going out to meet friends, thinking nothing of it. She added that the fire marshal said that uh, he thought it was a sign itself, that the, the sign itself that started the fire, and it had nothing to do with the outlet. Uh, luckily, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. <laughs> uh, she had renter's insurance to cover the cost of the damage, and nobody was injured in the fire. Uh, a teen, this is a terrible story, a teen who tried to copy a TikTok challenge has been in intensive care for two weeks after accidentally setting herself on fire. I saw this. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, Destiny Crane, 13 years old, left with horror burns on her arm and ne- arms and neck after the highly flammable trick went wrong. It's understood the seventh grader from Portland, Oregon, was trying to draw a shape with flammable liquid on her bathroom mirror before setting it alight. But her family believes that the mix exploded. Engulfed Destiny in flames, leaving her with third-degree burns. Her mother found a candle, lighter, and a bottle of rubbing alcohol, which she believed erupted in the poorly ventilated space. Uh, Kimberly rushed her daughter outside, took off her burning shirt while a neighbor called 911. She was taken to intensive care and has not been able to speak since. Jesus. Uh, With her family uh, piecing together what happened with the help of friends, Destiny's mom said that her daughter lived for TikToks and her phone was still recording footage after the blast. Uh, the teen who has had to have three skin grafting surgeries has been in intensive care uh, since the explosion on May 13th. She's expected to need several months to recover and regain mobility in her neck, shoulders, fingers, as well as use of her arm. I think unless it's a, like a benign dance, don't copy anything you see on TikTok. Yeah, agreed. Uh, this is a terrible story, too, man. A woman has died after being dropped on the floor during surgery on her hip, oh, no. which she had broken while in the hospital. Jeanette Shields, 70 years old, had been receiving treatment for gallstones in Cumberland Infirmary in Carlisle. This is in the U.K. And there's an investigation underway uh, in relation to an incident involving the patient. See, in the U.K., they instead of uh, surgery tables, they use seesaws. Uh, Mr. Mrs. Shields' husband, John, said that he told the hospital he would not uh, be pushing this thing under the carpet. His wife... Uh, left her bed to go to the bathroom by herself after getting no response from her buzzer. She felt dizzy, fell, and broke her hip. Two days later, she had surgery to repair it, after which the hospital called Mr. Shields to say the operation had been successful, but that unfortunately they dropped her off of the operating table after the surgery, and then they had to use a board to pick her up and rush her in and do scans on her. She had a a huge bump on the back of her head, uh, the husband said, uh, it just deteriorated, and then she passed away from that later on. So the operation was a success. Yes. Uh, now there are some complications. <laughs> right. She's dead. Right. <laughs> so how messed up is that, man? All right. And you know what? We'll do one more story and wrap because we're not going to end on that one. Uh, how about uh, this one? A comedian named Louise Ribeiro in De, uh, R- Louise Ribeiro de Andrade who goes by the name Superman, was hit by a bus in Brazil. Uh, it was not funny. It was when a stunt went wrong. Well, oh. he's okay. The 35-year-old was dressed up as Superman, <laughs> and he was filming himself trying to prove his super strength by mimicking halting a bus with his hand. The footage shows him standing in the middle of the road, holding a microphone as the bus comes speeding straight towards him. <laughs> and the bus hit him. Uh, afterwards, he calmly walked down the road, appearing to be unscathed following the collision. Uh, during a later interview with a local news station, Luis said that he miscalculated his distance. And that the hand of God 
and saved him from getting more seriously injured. So that's <laughs> Brazilian Superman. That's, oh, well, look at the Brazilian Superman. Oh, the video. Oh, <gasps> my God. Oh, my God. I hadn't seen the video. He gets hit from behind. <laughs> oh, my God. That's pretty classic. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's the B-File. Let's take a break, but not before uh, callers 10 and 11 get a $50 Dunkin' gift card. 215-263-WMMR. It is National Donut Day today yeah. at Dunkin' with a free donut with any beverage purchase for donut lovers. Buy donut lovers. The Preston Steve Show, of course, runs on Dunkin'. So callers 10 and 11, you get those $50 gift cards. 215-263-WMMR. We'll take a break and be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Friday, Word of the Week prize will be handed out, hopefully to you in a little while. Um, that's in the next break, not this one, but we have a $350 gift card for our buddy Bob Dodge's two shops, Red Sparrow Tattoos, and the only runic tattoos. It is on the way, so we will... Have that in moments. Get ready. In the meantime, a lesson question from today's program, and we're going to give away a pair of tickets to see our other friend, Burt Kreischer. And he is playing a New Year's Eve gig at the Met here in Philadelphia. Uh, the show will be at 7 p.m. Tickets go on sale today, by the way. They went on sale about 30 minutes ago. Oh. So they are available now. So you can win tickets if you can answer this question. I got to go with this. <clears throat> you can make charcuterie and cheese boards and candy cooteries. What kind of cooterie board is Casey going to make? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. All right. What kind of cooterie board is Casey going to make? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you get it right. Call now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And while we're waiting for that call, we'll get the stories. What's going on, Steve? Well, a four-speed transaxle from the Porsche James Dean died in and that is said to be haunted by his spirit has been purchased by paranormal investigator Zach Baggins. Baggins says Dean's spirit had originally haunted the car's muffler but found it too exhausting. <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> F. Lee Bailey, one of the most famous lawyers in American history who defended the Boston Strangler, Patty Hearst, and O.J. Simpson, has died at the age of 87. Of his former attorney and friend, O.J. Simpson said, quote, I believe Lee liked me more than the Boston Strangler because I killed less people. No. Wow. Oh, my God. And finally, Tiger King star Carol Baskin blasting Diddy and several other celebrities at an Atlanta birthday bash for posing with a caged white tiger. Baskin says the scene made her so heated that she immediately had to water the flowers in her headband. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's your Hollywood track. All righty, we will see if you know the answer to this question. Uh, you can make a charcuterie and cheese boards and candy cooteries. What kind of cooterie board is Casey planning on making? 215-263-WMMR. We'll go to Anthony. Hey, Anthony. All right, Anthony, what kind of cooterie board is Casey going to make? A hairy cooterie. Yes. With wigs and toupees. Hang on, Anthony. A hairy cooterie. And we have for you a pair of tickets to see Bert Kreischer, the birdie boy, relapse tour, New Year's Eve, 7 p.m. at the Met. And tickets are on sale today, right now, at Ticketmaster. Uh, Complete info at... Somebody here? (laughs) Yeah, that would sound weird. Uh, it sounded like somebody was hanging up the phone. It was this. 
Oh, man. I thought we had a visitor. All right. And uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. You were talking about a Harry Cootery. Uh, Thursday pre-sale, blah, blah, blah. Chance to win tickets at MMR.com. I don't know if you're still. Well, let's see. The uh-huh. deadline is Friday at 9 a.m. Forget it. Forget it. It's Forget over. It. So uh, the tickets are on sale. Stop it. Leave this part out. All right. Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3. WMMR. Yeah! 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 It's brought to you this morning by Armor Metals and Recycling. You can get cash today. If you need cash fast, bring your scrap and e-cycling to Armor Metals and Recycling. And walk away with cash today. Located in Pensacola, New Jersey or at ArmorMetalsRecycling.com. I believe I just have two stories to pass along. We're going to begin with this one. Rob Zombie, Chevelle, and Mastodon will headline. Chevelle. Yeah, remember those guys? Yes, I do. Uh, they, and Mastodon will headline the brand new rock festival vacation experience called Voragos Destination Lunacy Beach, an immersive private island festival and five day rock cruise. Mm. Uh, the inaugural event takes place. I'm waiting for the Hulu special on this one. Uh, February 16th through the 21st, uh, 2022. I think I think this will be legit. Be legit. All right. Yeah. I mean, Rob Zombie's on board. He's legit, you know. yeah, yeah, but you know those guys in Chevelle. The Norwegian Pearl ship will depart from Miami with an intimate group of 2,500 music fans. In addition to daily artist-hosted activities and nightly entertainment, the land destination includes one full day and night at the resort-like private island called Harvest K, Belize, wow. where attendees will enjoy a one-of-a-kind beach festival, Lunacy Beach, on February 18th. Uh, the Lunacy Beach Festival is available exclusively to cruise guests and will include exclusive headlining sets by Rob Zombie and Chevelle, along with performances by Blackstone Cherry, New Year's Day, uh, Tetrarch, and Amigo the Devil. Does that include a complimentary beverage? I hope so. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of other bands. Most of them I don't know. Tremonti, I know. There's comedians on there, too, Price. There is. That? Yep, I got those. Okay. Well, I'm going to get to that. Um, and... Yeah, there's a bunch like uh, Brett uh, Brett Scallions uh, will be there, of Fuel, and uh, some members of Candlebox, and so oh. on. And with the comedy, yeah, uh, Jim Brewer, Big J Ogerson, Rachel Feinstein, and Shane Smith. Well, that's a good lineup. Then will be performing each night. As Is Hasselhoff well. on them? No, Damn. Uh. that doesn't mean it's not too late for him to get on board. I know, but you never know. For more information or to reserve a cabin, you can visit Voragos.com. So it sounds like hell of a party. And then one more story. Wolfgang Van Halen spoke candidly about living as the only child of Eddie Van Halen while promoting his debut album, uh, Mammoth WVH, which comes out on the 11th, and shed some life on his life, or shed some light on his life experiences. Uh, He had said uh, that he spoke honestly, by the way, in this interview and lovingly about his late dad, explaining growing up, he certainly was the secondary parent, but still. At any time he was home, we bonded just as much as any son and father. When we eventually played together, that's when our relationship was the best, We because we got to see each other every day. Mm. He went on to say, I think I was forced to mature way earlier than people are normally asked to. As wonderful as a father he was, uh, as he was, he had a lot of demons, and they would come out every now and then, and it's why my parents split. Uh, Wolfgang, who is now 30, spoke in depth about Eddie's illness and how it affected him, recalling he was diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer in 2017. We got some good livable years, 
But that was the beginning of the end. I would say he said it really didn't. It, it really didn't take a turn for the worse until the end of 2019. Uh, there were still positive moments in between, but that's when it just took a nosedive. Uh, so many different health issues stacked on top of each other. He just buckled under the weight of it all. That's sad. Wolfgang added, "When you grow up, you always know one day I'll have to take care of the parent, but I didn't expect it to happen so soon. And while it was happening, I was like, okay, it'll happen later." But little did I know, I was already in the middle of it. So sad news. Well, he's a him. good son, man. Yeah. He really is. And he wrote a, a beautiful tribute to his dad. Yep. I was wrong. I have one more story. Liar! I was a liar. Uh, Paul Stanley gave fans an update on the upcoming uh, upcoming Kiss biopic, Shout It Out Loud, uh, now in pre-production. Uh, he said, it is definitely happening, and that's going to be really interesting. The script was really good, and we really waited until we uh, felt comfortable uh, he said, look, once you get a chance to do it, um, you, you get one chance to do it. Right. And I would rather not do it than do it half-assed or poorly. Our director, who is uh, Joachim Ronning, is the real deal. He did Maleficent 2, and he's not some hack. He knows how to make movies. It should be great. Casting hasn't begun yet, but that will be interesting, too. He also went on to explain we're casting to be accurate in terms of age. We're looking at actors in their early 20s. Said honestly, I don't know a, lot, a whole lot of actors in their early twenties. When people get asked these kind of questions, they'll say, "Oh, Brad Pitt, or this one, or that one." And I'm the first to say, it, "Well, he said those guys are in their fifties or sixties." So you're talking about another generation of actors, and I'm the first to say that I'm not up on a lot of them. But as the casting process goes on, I'll certainly be there and watching. It'll be interesting to see how someone else, be it the casting people or the director. How they will view who I am and who they see doing it. That's going to be critical. He said, I think I'll learn a lot about their perception of me by who they cast. So, yeah. Uh, I'm Hopefully, that'll be a great story. It has all of the material there to be it's something right there. awesome. It's so, right there. Yeah. And that's all I have in music news. One last $50 gift card from Dunkin' Donuts in observance of National Donut Day. We'll take caller number 15 at 215-263-WMMR, and we'll take care of you. Uh, by the way, Dunkin' is celebrating National Donut Day by offering a free donut with any beverage purchase today. So stop by your local uh, Dunkin' today while supplies last. Preston and Steve show runs on Dunkin'. Let's set you up. Caller number 15. Back in just a moment to wrap it up. Stay with us. Teachers rock, and WMMR thinks they deserve special recognition. That's why Preston and Steve are looking for the coolest teacher at your school. No quizzes, smart boards, or TI-83s. Just listen at 615 when they'll announce a random area high school. Students from that school will have 24 hours to vote for the coolest teacher at PrestonandSteve.com. So listen for the day's featured high school and Preston and Steve's coolest teacher. Weekdays at 6.15. Sponsored by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Class dismissed. I think every week should be a three-day work week. (laughs) I think that makes a Friday show even that much better. It's a cool system, I have to admit. Actually, you know what? I Honestly, the four-day work week should be a reality. That would be, I think we all, every one of us as Americans, deserve we that. We deserve it. A three-day weekend. Man. I mean, come on. Uh, but today was a lot of fun. want to thank Dunkin' Donuts for supplying us with all these goodies for yeah. National Donut Day. You can stop by and get a free donut with any beverage purchase. So thank you, Dunkin', for giving us all the gift cards to give away. 
I would like to thank our friend Kate Flannery hey, for being hey, 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 hey. Uh Kate will be on the season premiere of To Tell the Truth, and that is on Sunday at 10 o'clock on 6 ABC. She only cursed one time. Just once at the end. Yep, she almost the, made it. The tail end, we had to hit the Flannery switch, and uh, we dumped out on it, but it was great. She's a wonderful sweetheart. Uh, and I also want to thank our coolest teacher, Mr. John Martin from Upper Moreland, for giving us call this morning. And we now put the word out to Springford High School in Royersford, and you get the weekend. And on Monday, we are going to find out who that coolest teacher is. If you go to school there, then just text word teacher to 39333, and we just send you the voting link, and you you take it from there. So it's all good. Pierre is in and ready for a final day of the work week. Um, the orange um, coffee yes. thing uh, is not decaf. Yes. Right. Okay, so I figured because there weren't any I'd asked on the air earlier this morning, I went, ran out to get a, a rare second cup of coffee during the show, and I saw the orange carafe, and I'm like, okay, that usually means decaf. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of poked around, and I didn't see any decaf bags of coffee anywhere. So no. I figured somebody was just using that. And then we heard that maybe the orange one is used because you've been breaking the regular carafes. Um, but there are two regular carafes in there. Well, the actual truth of the matter is um, I did break a carafe recently, and then um, Tony Perone got another one. Um but um, sometimes I take a whole carafe because uh, I make my own brew, and I'll take it into the studio where I have my own hot plate. Ah, uh, uh, okay. So you have your own hot plate in there my own, for your coffee yeah. for the for the carafe. Yeah. yeah, what could go wrong? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, Press, you had a second cup of coffee today? Yeah. Cream? No, thank you. I take it black. <laughs> man, like my man. <laughs> Wow, I love Damn. that. Okay. <laughs> it was supposed to say, he never has a second cup of coffee. Oh, okay. That's from a different right. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a different yeah. scene in the same <laughs> yeah. movie. Oh, well. But, but that one was funny, that too. That one's pretty classic. Yeah. Yeah. Be sure to play Don't right? Call Me Shirley. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, anyway, so you have a hot plate. Yeah. So that's why, because um, then for a while there was only one uh, carafe in there, so we needed to get another carafe. Uh, so I, I I could always have an, uh, a full pot of okay. my own. All right. You drink a whole pot during your show? Um, you drink it so- out of the pot. I've seen you do it. Yeah, I, yeah. Just, I, I snort it. <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day, right? Just, yeah. Yeah, I just leave the whole pot. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, yeah, drink, go through the whole thing. Well, uh, yeah. I've got this uh, this heated uh, cup now. It's called an ember. It's nice. Ooh, I have one as it's, well. Um, it's, um, it's got a battery? It's yeah. Got a, it oh, heats wow. it up and Get um, out of here. it'll tell you what temperature the coffee is. And so you tap it I, and that engages it. You tap it and that engages it. Uh, and um, you can set the temperature and then it's got its own little hot plate. So I've got He's my a own gadget coffee. guy. You were such like a tech guy. Well, no, I'm total. <laughs> TTG, I'm total tech guy. Now, uh, I have one of those on my nightstand. I love yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, my wife, it, it drives her crazy because the way I drink coffee. So I am not like you. I don't drink black coffee. I will have it black here in the morning just to avoid sugar. But I like it like candy. I, li- I like lattes and things like that. Vanilla lattes. No, I like those too, actually. So when I get one and I make it at home and I put in some creamer, and I also add some milk and it cools it off a little bit. And I slam it. I mean, I'm done yeah. before she even has her second sip. I'm wow. done with my entire, you know, 14 ounces of coffee or whatever it may be. So one of those cups wouldn't work for me. I don't need it to sit there and stay warm. I just I down it and I'm done. 
God bless you. Yeah, yeah but right. see, there's that that speaks to the variety of humanity. Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone likes their coffee different. I like cream yeah. sugar in mine though too. I don't like it black. Oh, I thought you drank it black. No. Okay. Oh, you know what? No. Yeah, because sometimes you get the uh, the floaties and that drives you crazy. Yeah. Yeah, here, here, when Pierre is preparing you here. Is he shaking a sugar packet? That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot and, about and that. And if you have your own sealed container mm-hmm. like this, you can shake it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Well Keep, done. Yeah, do that over the board in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's many a time where I've forgotten to put the little cup closed, and then it goes spraying all over me. And, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh dear. Yeah. yeah. How about that letter? Uh, <laughs> hey, they, they, wow, you're moving me along? Yeah, man. No, I'm wow. just... I'm just... Magoo, come on. I just am trying to get off of the subject <laughs> of me. Because it's it's so filled with, with potholes that I don't... I could go on. Okay, I got you. Well, let's do this. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. P is in potholes. All right, and we'll take caller number 9 at 215-263-WMMR. You've gathered the letters... Put them together, make a three-lettered word. Let's give you a prize. Caller number nine two one five two six three WMMR is uh, the number. What's up in your world, ma'am? Well, we got workforce blocks of Bruce, Dave Matthews Band, Tom Petty, and we also have tickets, as you did, for Burt Kreischer, the Birdie Boy <laughs> Relapse Tour. I love the name of that, the Relapse Tour. Love it. Uh, as if he ever lapsed. Right. No, yeah, yeah, no, right. yeah. no. There is ever... no relapse. Right, right. <laughs> it's but, been lapsed um, the whole time. There you go. Nice. Uh, will be an enjoyable day to uh, hang out with Pierre. Uh, we will thank our sponsors, Preston Secret. Normally, I wait. No, I usually wait. get a winner first, don't I? Do you? Then I do the sponsors. How do we do the show? And All then right. I tell you what's coming up on the program next week. And. Uh, I'm holding on till we get caller number. That's why I always pick a, a low number caller. Yeah. For the, some people are like caller number three. What's that all about? Because we don't have much time between <laughs> when we solicit and then go for the winner, and they have to answer the phones. I got to go through all of them and then get the information up onto the board. To live in hell. Still, and still you, stalling. That's why I'm you doing also that. have uh, only Connor and Marissa in there who work so profoundly. Yes, hard. they do. Uh, they're both here really late into the day, and uh, they are the hardest working men and women. Uh, man and woman in uh, radio. Uh, I agree. And uh, you guys are lucky and blessed to have both Connor and Marissa who well, uh, do incredible work. Now we've got Ed, who's our caller, so let's see if uh, he gets it right. Ed, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Ed, what's the word of the week? Zap. Great day in my morning. <laughs> and he's screaming. Zappa, zappa, cool, man. Uh, Ed, we have this really cool $350 gift card for Bob Dodge's Red Sparrow Tattoos and Gallery in Downingtown or the all-new Runic Tattoos in Newtown Square. So congratulations, bud. Thank you so much. Enjoy it. You are going to love the artwork. It's amazing. So uh, hang on, Ed. We'll get your information. We'll set you up. And don't forget, uh, for tattoo ideas, visit Bob Dodge Tattoos. Dot com. Uh, thank you to the sponsors of the Preston and Steve Show. Today it's been brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and Meineke for tires, brakes, batteries, exhaust systems, and more. Meineke doing car care right. Next week on our program, we will have Bob Ballard joining oh, us. Oh, the great uh, Bob Ballard. First we, to the Titanic. We have, uh, what's that? Well, the, he, he it was the first to locate the Titanic. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. Okay. Uh, the comedian Roy Wood will be joining us. Uh, also, comedian Vinny Brand. We haven't talked to Vinny. Oh, Vinny's great. 
And another comedian. What? Gary what? Owen will be joining us. Oh, chock full of comedians next week. Uh, that's it. We are done. So, Ray John, have a great weekend. We will see you on Monday, gang. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the bat bat two da bat two ba 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 ba